podcast is brought to you by Fox Divisional NFL Playoffs. We're watching the Cowboys get smashed by the Los Angeles Rams. On top of that, uh, we also have a few under, uh, wonderful things to talk about tonight. Um, you know this voice by now, Eddie Vegas. My name is Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue, a.k.a. Sad Cowboys Fan. <laughs> uh, Ray in the house, Lenore's Dobby, Uncle Dobby. And I'm Gary. Talk to the hand, folks. <laughs> oh, shit. Want to go fucking throw down with some pogs? Oh, I will throw down with some pogs. Mm, pogs, right? I'm going to go listen to my disc, man. But guys, <laughs> I have to get home because it's TGI Friday and Family Matters is on. And Topanga is too fine. Too fine. Step by step. Yo, Karen is fucking smoking. I was talking about that shit yesterday at work. Gary, do you want a hurt stone I don't need donuts. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wanna go, hey, you guys want to play the pass-out game? The blackout, whatever the fuck it was? Oh, maybe we can get a couple more guys to go fucking do some manhunt. Hey, guys. Yo, oh, I was just going to say that. You ruined my fuck joke, yeah. you son fuck of a yeah. bitch. Fuck yeah. We're adults now. We can stay out past hey, 10. Hey, seriously. Guys, you think Mama let us all get a two-liter bottle of uh, what the fuck that, what was it? Oh, Jolt Cola. And then we can stay up and rent uh, PG-13 movies. How about some Sunny Delight? Oh, snap. Maybe some Tang? <laughs> If you haven't caught on yet, the theme of this week is we're going to do some deep diving into some 90s nostalgia. Heck um, yeah! Booyah! <laughs> yo, That's got, the bomb, yo! Yo, guys, I got my FUBU on. Oh, shit. That was late 90s, though. I got my Jenkos. What? What? I got my feelers. Oh, shit. Yo, you got them Paco jeans? Yo, you know what's <laughs> awesome? Tommy Hilfiger! Tommy Hilfiger was dope. Or fucking Nautica Cologne. I actually did have a pair of Paco jeans. I know you did. I remember you busted my balls <laughs> back in the day pretty bad for it. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the reason why we're doing all this wonderful uh, 90s talk is because the week, um, this week's theme, we're back to theme weeks and random music, guys. Uh, we are done with our end of the year wrap up. I'm not going to lie. As fun as it was, I it took fucking forever. You don't realize how long it's going to take. And I think we should do it again. Next year, I think we should cut it down. Not not three each. Maybe no. maybe one each. We'll I do a top album and, and that's fucking, it, yeah. then do a top ten. Yeah. And then maybe, like, again, I'll, we should bring up the thing I was talking about earlier and do the, uh, the full album challenge. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we can do that during the year. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the theme of the music this week was picked by none other... None other then Uncle Dobby, my brother from another mother, he picked '90s music. Now, Ray, is somebody shit over here. Am I something? Uh, that would be Gary because He's Gary is a fucking total no, motherfucker. No, they're just like grimacing at each other. I was wondering what was going on. Yeah, I couldn't figure it he out. He showed either. me one of his uh, one of his bands that he chose for, oh, uh, and uh, I, I I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, so <laughs> again, uh, when Ray threw out, we. Ray, we're trying to get Ray a little bit more, um, uh, how can we say it? Uh, more input. Input into the show, because a lot of the time he's kind of like like us. Which I've been trying to do a little bit. He has, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a big part of the show when it's on, but as far as like the brainstorming and the, the pre-production stuff, he kind of normally stays a little bit quiet. So we're trying to get my brother 
giving out a couple more ideas, and he shot out a really good idea. The 90s thing is great, and we got some fucking great diverse music to talk about tonight. But I'll be honest with you, like, I do bad with super uh, vague things like that, but I knew in the in the long run it was going to be a good thing to do because um, there's so many things we can talk about. Obviously, last week we talked a deep dive discussion about married with children. We'll probably talk about that again because literally before I just hit record, less than four minutes ago, we were laughing about that and Ray was looking at us again like we were stupid because he doesn't know that much of it. Um, but realistically, man, we all really did grow up in the 90s. Uh, and we all definitely remember it, and we were all... And some of us grew up in the 70s. Some of us were born in the 70s. I yeah, mean, I don't think 28 days in the 70s counts as growing up in the 70s. Hey, Ed, how many days did you grow up in the 70s? 84, baby. Oh, and Ray, did you? 83. Oh, and I was... Oh, 83. Oh, wait, yep, yep. You were the only 70s baby. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't grow up in the 70s. You, Jimmy Carter was the best. You grew you, a little bit. I was you 28 grew. days old. 28 days old is longer than me. You're old. You're going to be fucking, oh my God, you're going to be 40 this year? Yep. Holy sweet baby Jesus. Hey, good for you, buddy. I still look 30. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. You we're don't not have talk- any we're not- in your forehead. We're not talking about your size, the size of your head. You're <laughs> 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 old. You're old. All right. Uh, I am going to throw this out there, too. I am continuing on um, and with my march forward to keep it sober for uh, January at least I'm doing pretty good with my goals so far. I'm down a whopping 12 pounds or so since the first of the year, and it's the 12th today of January. So I'm doing pretty good there. We're not going to get into the carnivore thing again. We've already talked about that. But I wanted to make a note that I am sucking back yet again another cold brew coffee, so I might fucking start talking about some weird shit at some point. Um, Ray's doing pretty good. He had his pre-joint joint, then he had another joint, and then he rolled one for after the show that he decided to light before the show. But he did put away his choo-choo train whistle. So at least he's doing pretty good. Um, I'm sucking back non-smelly water th- this week. Gary also still shitting his pants, brought to you by Chipotle. Nope. Steve no, no, is no, sucking no, no. back a couple beers, but I'm proud of him because he needs it. My uh, my 44 sticks are in the mail, and once those get here, uh, this Michelob Amber Bach will no longer be in my repertoire because I will be drinking water and eating steak every day. Just like this motherfucker. Or meat in general. You'll start finding like other things to eat. Like I'm Yeah, already... I'm doing all red meat and then after that. Well, yeah. actually they're sending me free salmon, so I'll probably have some salmon too. There's don't be afraid to get like just regular old hamburger too. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna want to break it up like as much well, as they say. That was part of the like the regular box is like they'll send you whatever red meat. Like uh, then I looked at the box from last month and it was hamburger and steak tips and I was like, No, fuck that. I'm gonna spend forty more dollars and get custom so I can get whatever steaks I want. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I have uh, some of that Omaha steak still left over. I haven't really used any of it, um, so I'm gonna tap into that soon. Like it's it's a legit diet, man. It's it really does work. I'm like I don't fucking crave anything anymore. Really, I had a couple. I've made one or two little mistakes here or there, like just because I'm not a fucking pro. I'm yeah. not trying to fucking change the world. I'm more I'm more worried about not drinking right now because that's given me some, the two of them together has really given me some mental clarity that I haven't had in a really long time. So it's it's been a good thing. But I wanted to just kind of throw that out there so. Uh, episode number two of, for the most part, Sober Dudes, but we are still drinking cold brews because that's what I drink. Um, going along with the 90s thing, um, man, I mean, there's a million ways we can take that until we get into the music and a couple other topics that we want to discuss, but, um, what were, should we bring up a couple more shows? Like, TGIF was always a good thing. Steve, were you ever a fan of any of that shit? Like, uh, 
Yeah, a lot of... I remember more... Show my age again. I remember more <laughs> 80s sitcoms than I do uh, 90s. But yeah, like TGI Friday with Full House and yeah, yeah. fucking Family Matters and Step by Step and all that shit. I remember all that Na- shit. 90s yeah. were like a different time as far as when it came to like the sitcom too. You had, oh, yeah. you had the Thursday night thing or whenever, Wednesday night, whatever, when it like Fresh Prince would be on, Blossom would be on, all yeah, those shows. Perfect Stranger. Perfect Strangers is TGI. Yeah, you yeah, know, as a kid though, yeah. Friday... Wasn't that, I feel like that was 80s. Was it 90s? Started in the eight, I think started 89. In the 80s. What? Perfect Strangers. Well, Perfect Strangers, I think, was, I think it was like 88, 89. Yeah. But as a kid, Fridays and Saturdays were always awesome because Friday was either the day that your parents would probably take you to the, to go rent movies or video games. And if you didn't, you always had TJ Friday. And then Saturday was always awesome because you had SNCC. You had like Ren and Stimpy. So I didn't have I, that. I didn't have cable, I didn't Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. It was awesome. Well, Ray, you were into all that shit, though. He was a Beavis and Butthead guy. Ren Beavis and Butthead, all that. Yeah. Fucking uh, Ren and Stimpy was okay. Was it Powdered Toast Man and shit? Powdered so, Toast Man. <laughs> yeah, so I never had cable, so I didn't, I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't have cable until, I don't know, I was probably a teenager. We had it for a little block. So, 84? <laughs> then you had your Nickelodeon with fucking who's afraid of the are you afraid, are you afraid of the dark, of the dark? Yep. fucking was, salute your shorts fucking well, see, yeah so that's what's weird like I yeah. know some of that stuff because my mom cleaned houses so yeah. I would go with her during the summer and I watched her customers cable so I did know some things Pete but not Pete. Really. like early 90s we had Dimension Cable in like 92 or something so I remember like Hey Dude I remember fucking yeah. like, I fucking hated Hey Dude I remember that shit I remember fucking salute your camp salute your shorts See, Nickelodeon to me is 80s, and it's you can't do that on television and all that shit. Like, all the shows they're saying, I don't remember at all. Double, yeah. double Dare. I, mean, do I remember was, Double Dare, because that was on in the 80s, too. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those. I mean, I think... American I think, Gladiators. Oh, fuck, man. American <laughs> Gladiators is fucking awesome. That shit's still... That's get, fucking the epitome of 90s. Right <laughs> yeah, there. it really is. Dude, Laser. Fucking all of the Zap. The best was when fucking Billy Worth from uh, Lost Boys was on, and he got in a fight with one of the uh, American that. Gladiators. Yeah. Oh shit! I, you know what's funny? That episode is uh, Hulu has some old episodes from the early nineties. Oh, really? Yeah, and you can watch some of the real early ones, like the first season. It's so now when you watch it, dude, it looks awful. Like the oh, yeah. the stage set is terrible. But then even like, the new one sucked from a few years ago. Oh, that one was just bad. Anything now is garbage. I don't like any game shows now. I don't like any. Hey, if it wasn't for the new American Gladiators, Hulk Hogan would have killed himself. <laughs> because if he wasn't on the show with that girl, was it was it Ali's daughter? Probably, yeah. If it wasn't if he wasn't on the show with Ali's daughter, she'd basically talk him out of like, Wasn't Gina Carano on that too? Yes, she was. Yep, that's where I found uh the love of my life. I love you, Gina. If you hear this someday, I hope you realize that I just want to settle down with maybe a Dalmatian puppy and two kittens. I'm okay with living in Vegas where you where you're from. The best part about this little plea right here is that your daughter actually listens to these podcasts. <laughs> I know. She's she, they know. The the family knows. I got my crushes, man. They know. Never I, listen. This is all theoretical. You know, like when you're young and you're like, when you when you first date a girl in your in your teenage years and you're like, who's your one uh, hall pass? Oh, mine would be Courtney Love or whatever. You know, like oh, Courtney Love was your hall. No, but I'm just you know, <laughs> I'm using '90s people as a Come fucking on. no. But I'm using '90s. Like, to listen, I would bang Courtney Love, but I wouldn't give her my hall pass. I'm just using a random '90s person. Like I was big in a hole. I got what yes. you were doing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what I mean. you wanted to get in Corny Love's hole. I would have fucking done it. Hell yeah! I see what you did there. All yeah. I'm saying is, man, listen. People versus Larry Flint. Before oh yeah, she, dude. I don't give a shit. She was a crackhead. Before she got all aids up in that movie, she was pretty fucking hot. You know. 
Her face just screams AIDS, though. Yeah, but the rest of her don't. Yeah, I mean... You know, yeah. look, hey, look, man. Give her a few more years, she'll look like D. Snyder. She already pretty much does. does. <laughs> yeah, so it's not far off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's... D makes <sighs> better albums these days. Dude, yep. newest album, dude, that's one of those ones. It, it's a, it's not bad. It's not the best fucking thing I've ever heard in my life, but considering it's a, what, 60-something-year-old man, it's better than the last fucking four Ozzy albums. He didn't write the songs, though. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. But, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, 80s had a lot of really good music. 80s is definitely, I mean, oh my god, 90s is what had a lot of really good music. 90s had a lot of good shows. So who was your hall, uh, your 90s hall pass? I couldn't Tell you, I probably Topanga. Like I was a huge in her. Man, I'd have to think about it because I definitely had one. Yours is probably like fucking Valerie Burton and Ellie. I don't even know who that is. Wow. Let's see. Suzanne Summers. No, that's eight. Suzanne. Summers. Yeah. Well, that's. I do you... remember when I was around. So yeah, so I hit puberty around eight. So we're just gonna throw this out there. I could probably could probably Cheryl do some top time around the, the same time. I'm my first, my not, first not celebrity. Cheryl. Who am I thinking of? Connor left in the, the, the nanny. Oh, friend, Fran. Fran. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not on that show. She's hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. she really. Even is. on the show, just that voice. Yeah. You know, you know who's yeah. also hot. Ready for this one? I'm gonna throw this out there. The wife from Everybody Loves Raymond, Patricia. Yeah, Eden, yeah. hot. She's she's got that uh, average uh, next door kind of thing going on. Not Tim Taylor's wife. She's okay once in a while. Not Tim Taylor's wife, but she had a friend later on that had like kind of squinty eyes and curly blonde hair. I can't remember her name on, on Home Improvement, which is another good show. That was on Hulu or something. I rewatched a bunch of that. That shit is fucking incredible. Yeah, I laughed my still fucking ass on it. You can't get away with doing shows like that anymore, man. Like, the, even even that, which was like wholesome, there are some jokes and topics on that show that. I think that point, you could. There's definitely a market for it, mm-hmm. but the networks won't do it people because pussies. eight people will complain, and that supersedes the million that won't complain. Well, Tim Tim Allen got fucked with it because he had a show called Last Man Standing, and because he was a big Trump supporter, they one of the networks yeah. dropped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to go get signed by somebody else, like Fox or something. Yeah, ABC, who he uh, had home improvement on, they dropped him, and Fox now picked him up, so he's on Fox now. By the way, I don't find her attractive at all now, but I definitely had a thing for 90s Mariah Carey. I've never, not one time in my entire life, liked anything that woman's ever done. I can't stand her voice. I agree with you. There was a point in the, early, in the 90s where she was very attractive. Also, Sharon Stone. Now, oh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> dude. I mean, the epitome of fucking... 90s, right there. No was hot, too, back then? She was young and up-and-comer. But who's the bird box lady that just... She was in Demolition Man. Oh, oh Sandra Bullock. Yeah, 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 fucking smoke too. show. Demolition Man, she's hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Smoke show. The bird box girl. My brain's again. Even though I'm hyper right now, my brain's also going too fast for itself. Too busy thinking about corny love. Uh, I have other ones. You know, there's definitely better ones. What about Xena, Warrior Princess? Uh, no, I just had to throw it out there. I'm not saying I always thought that girl Jenna Elfman was hot too. She is hot. You know what the the chick from Xena is hot in is that Spartacus show. Yeah, she's up. naked throughout the whole goddamn show. Fucking smoke like, show. A recent show. It's from what, like 2008? Not even Xena. I thought her sidekick was hot. The little blonde girl? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, um, Jennifer Lopez as a fly girl hot? No? I didn't, I mean... Do you remember fucking Lemon Color? Uh, and Lemon Color was fucking incredible. Incredible. Joe Rogan was just talking about that. I know, I saw it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, did they... 
She did. I didn't, nobody knew who she was back then. So. Yeah. No one movie she was hot in is uh, she was it was one of her first movies. All of them. Well, no, there's there's sometimes where I'm not really into it. Then there's other times where I'm like, yeah, that before. Mm-hmm. She show. I think she shows her tits in Money Train. I was just gonna say Money Train. Uh, one of my favorite, dude. That movie's such a good fucking movie. That is a good movie. Wesley Snipes. Robert Blake is in it. He's yep. such a piece of Woody shit. Woody Harrelson. That's a fucking great movie. And nobody talks about it. Mm. There's so many good movies from that era that I think people overlook. Or fucking, you ever see a Low Down Dirty Shame with yeah. fucking Kim Every Wayans? That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump is a fucking classic. That's a fucking real movie. That must the 90s one. I bet nobody's <laughs> seen it. Hanging with the Homeboys with John Leguizamo. That's a good movie, too. I know the name. I've never seen it. You know what's a fantastic movie? You'll agree. White Boys. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, my God. You need to see White Boys. It's fucking... It? Oh, my it's about a guy who's a white rapper and he's terrible. Okay. If you believe me, if you might have seen it. What's the Vanilla Ice movie where he was like riding a motorcycle? Cool as ice. Oh god, that's, that's bad. <laughs> Drop <laughs> that zero and get with the hero. Oh, awful. Yuck, man. What's funny is what, like when you go back and think about '90s, like in a vast array of things. Like the Matrix came out in '98, I think, or '99 or something. Like it was pre-2000. You know, it's funny when a movie is awful now; it's just awful. If I think of awful movies in the '90s, there's still like a, a thing. nostalgia around. Yeah, well, nostalgia yeah. around. Not for nothing. Yeah. If you go and look at like, I don't know, man. If you go and look at fucking movies that are read like, movies still look good back then. Like I, I don't know how to explain. Like, pre- like I got all right. So I got Predator on Blu-ray, the first one, and it was a double set. It's got oh, actually, it's just triple set. It's got Predator, Predator Two, and the fucking Predators one. With, what's the dude with the big nose that Robert Rodriguez made? Oh, uh, but, 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 but he wants... Uh, Aaron something, or Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah, which isn't a great movie, but whatever. Um, Predator 1 is a fucking classic. It's untouchable. Predator 2, I love, personally. But, like, if you go back and watch those movies on Blu-ray, like, they still... Even with or without Blu-ray, I think they look good because there's practical effects, and even the effects are still pretty good. Yeah. Or like a Terminator 2, or, like, Speed, or... You watch any of those movies, they look good, right? I think, like, HD cameras got away from what movies were about. Like, I think sometimes things look too real. Or, like, I, I think... I think uh, they don't look real enough. Like, they try to make it real. It's so real that it's it, not... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look real. Yeah. I well, agree. they got away from, like, when... Something like Jurassic Park, when that first came out. But that was know. unbelievable. But they did it right. Whereas, when they do these kind of computer effects now, they... They... They light it like it's fucking, like it's daytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you did it, you know, stuff kind of in the shadows, it wouldn't look so fake. Yeah, but they I just agree. throw it out there and it looks like shit. They don't. They, it's too CG saturated now. Yeah. Where I think it should be, the practical effects have to come back. That's why a movie like uh, Terrifier was so good to me because it was so, it was fucking a Terrorizer, Terrifier, Terrifier, Terrifier. Terrifier. Yeah, my brain's a little fucking. Art the clown. Yeah, so but like that kind of stuff, I I love because it's practical. It's practical effects. Yeah, they're cheesy, but they look better. Yeah, and over time, that's gonna look that's gonna look better twenty years from now than most of the stuff that's out right now. I like old like '50s stop motion animation better than I like fucking I shit agree. now. Well, we brought up Looney Tunes last time. All that shit is awesome. Oh yeah, it's wait like cartoons now like they suck. They terrible. suck. They're not good, dude. No. And I'm never. I've. You could say, "Oh, well, you're you're older now. Like you don't like cartoons." No. I was never a big cartoon guy, but old like Looney Tunes. And dude, shit. like, all right, X Men from the '90s, dope. Spider Man from the '90s, I know not everybody likes it. I like it. 
Uh, Batman, the animated series, still cool. to this day, the best Batman thing ever made. I, it's, it destroys every fucking movie. It destroys every live action or anything. That fucking series is one of the best things that's ever been put on TV. And if you haven't watched it in a long time, it's on Amazon Prime, the whole thing. Go back and watch it. That shit is fucking incredible. And when it went from, like, daytime to a fucking... They put it on Sunday nights at, for, for a little while. Really? Yeah. They made that... It was it was a primetime show for a, for a while. Like, you can tell, it, it like, those episodes got darker, and it got more serious, and, like, you can tell... It, dude, so fucking good. That I only remember them being on, like, every day at, like, 4 o'clock, 4.30. There was a like point that. where it was on at 8 o'clock at night. It, like, changed for a little while, then it went into, like, reruns as, like, a kid's show. But that was a fucking phenomenal show, um, which changed Batman, period, for, the, like, the course of what it became. Like, without that show, it wouldn't have ever happened the way what it is now. But that's a, that's a good example of that. And, like, even thinking, well, obviously, The Simpsons were a fucking cl- or a classic 90s thing. I've been watching King of the Hill on Hulu, and that was one of my notes today. For now, I've always been a fan, but watching that back as an adult now, it's it's that much funnier. Like Yeah, I can't I can't think of anything now that would stand the test of time. Nope. I mean, there's great shows like Game of Thrones that'll stand the test of time, but, like, those that's different. They're almost like movies. Yeah. But as far as TV, like, I, I can't think of anything. Like, Regular old network TV fucking blows. Yeah, I can't it's watch. Fucking it. terrible. I, I have cable right now. I'm getting rid of it. I can't fucking stand. I don't use it. I can't stand it. The commercials drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, I can't do commercials anymore. No, it's terrible. You get you. All right, so you watch a half hour TV show that's really actually like eighteen 20, to twenty two minutes. Twenty two minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking terrible. You know, I mean, Netflix is all those things are just. Oh, and I figured out my Netflix thing by the way. Turns out I, w- I we were paying for the fucking DVD package or something. Oh, so you still so you fucking do that? Yeah. So you can get shit sent to you? I got rid of it, yeah. I, I realized real quick, so now it's only 13 bucks a month. Yeah. But I don't know. My mom was paying for it. I can't believe they phone. still send DVDs. Jesus Christ. They, they, they charge you that much money for fucking making DVDs? Nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Dude, there are places that don't get good fucking um, yeah, internet service still. That would, like, there are people, my mom would rather watch a DVD. Some people haven't quite caught on to the fucking, the streaming thing. Oh, a lot of, uh, your like mom would love the library. She's got her own. My mom's got a crazy collection of like movies. people our parents' age, they, they haven't caught on yet, really, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's a, what we just, 21 minutes, I mean, we can keep going if you guys have anything major to talk about 90s-wise. Oh, we might have to stop this and flip over our cassette and record it on the other side. See, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. A nice little fucking throw-ins. But, uh... Yeah, I guess the biggest takeaway for me is... Go back and give some of that stuff a watch, man. Go back and try out some of the stuff you haven't seen in a while. You're gonna make it skip. Maybe try to find... I've been... (laughs) Good job, Ray. Oh, God. You're good for the fucking night now. Um, where do you guys want to go from there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make it skip. What an asshole. Um... You know what the 90s remind me of? WWF ice cream bars. Fuck. No, my, one of my favorite fucking 90s things that I forgot all about was, uh, was it the Dracula's Blood pop, Popsicle, whatever you get? It was like cherry fucking like icy on the inside, but it was like black on the outside and you'd eat it. It would, dude, it was fucking dope. I'll look I it up. I'll look it up. I never ate anything besides those when the ice cream man would come by. Those were fucking dope. I was cleaning out my porch today, building the wall like I told you guys earlier. and uh, We got Donald Trump over here. Yeah, yeah. Fucking low-hanging fruit. Hey, well, there you go. 
And uh, I don't know if you guys remember a they used to do these VHS board games. Yep. I had one called Nightmare. Oh, that was phenomenal. We should play that. Oh yeah, I fucking I like, hopefully the tape still works. I don't know, but that's fucking awesome. You can awesome. get a DVD. Oh, can you? I yeah, I'm almost positive. I know that they Yeah, did they did make DVD ones later. Yeah. Yeah. Is they, it they Nightmare really... or is it or is it Atmosphere? No. It's Nightmare. Nightmare. This is the original yeah. one. Joe Walsh is one of his favorite games. We used to we would like seven of us would sleep at his house and yeah. fucking play it. It was awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. This and I have the original set where it's the gatekeeper and then they made other ones with different characters that are in the game. And <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have all have you guys all played those kind of games before? I have. I've played Atmosphere. It's the same guy. It's the same fucking uh, gatekeeper okay. dude. Um, but yeah, like you, you put in a VHS and it's, it's like a timed game and he comes on randomly and he'll tell you to stop playing and he'll give you orders. And if you don't follow orders, you fucking, you know, you can't play. It's pretty cool. Um, but the nineties <clears throat> thing just made me think of that today. Cause I, I, I came across that game in my, in my porch today from fucking back in the day. Yeah. Dude, there was no, there was another really good game that I used to play at Joe Walsh's house. And I think I had it for a little while. It was like two castles and like you'd like fling like cannonballs at each other and you would knock out I can't remember what the fuck it's called yeah I vaguely remember that it was so good one person had a crossbow and one person had a fucking and like you were coming from the forest and uh, the other person had a castle and you'd have to like defend the castle and like strategically put all your guys somewhere it sounds like exactly something that Joe Walsh was he did it was fucking dude it was fun as fuck man don't be jealous well, what the fuck was the the game with the two sides of the BBs? Uh, Crossfire. Crossfire. I think they I think they started reselling. Like, <laughs> they did because I, I saw it around Christmas time at um, Target. Oh, what about Karate Fighters? Remember those fucking things they had like you had a uh, action figure that his foot plugged into the thing yeah yeah because the thing in the back and he would like they used their arms and they shit. sponsored like a WWF pay per view before and then they uh, uh, yeah not only wrestling. that not only that but Saturday mornings when the when. Uh, WWE would play with all the cartoons yep. they also had a show based around it also it was like half fucking game show half fighting show half like it was supposed to be like Bruce Lee's daughter was the host and it was like such bullshit they were had like real I don't know it was right around I know who would let a woman host a show in the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> get in the kitchen as if Rosie go make it a sandwich as if Actually, don't make Schwing. him a sandwich. Because, don't make him a sandwich. Make him eight individual At that point, hamburgers with cheese in only one container. Because we ain't fucking around with eight containers. Yeah. Only one container. No, it's the other way around. We ain't fucking around with one container. You get eight. <laughs> you like, want, you know we what? have eight single patties. You can put them all in one, one container. All right, I get fucking two bags with eight separate containers with one single small. Oh, you want to eat healthy and lose weight? Okay, well, fuck, fuck the environment. <laughs> yeah, here's all the plastic. Fucking, <laughs> let's just make a fucking mountain out of these cheeseburgers. Just go, you know, next, why don't you go buy a six pack and just throw the fucking plastic thing in the, in the ocean? I'll go over to the fucking lake up the road and just throw it. You know what? Next, like, fishy, you know what? Just cover yourself in next year when you do the pole pole bear plunge and just find some shrimp. Speaking of polar bear plunge, damn, it's cold in here. Let me go get my starter jacket. Oh, mic drop. Oh, shit. I fucking love me my my starter jacket. I wish I still had it. I had me a Patriots one. Me too. Mine was black. It was black with like blue and red accents. So instead of being that white that got all fucking dirty. I had uh, the, it had the fucking the, the flat. Fuck that was yeah. awesome, dude. And the fucking, the shitty fucking half zipper with the big starter fucking thing on I was still wearing a Raiders one to wrestling like 2005, 2006. Oh, no, it wasn't that late. 2001, 2002. Yeah. Starter jackets were dope. Remember, you know what was always good? Like, 
when the kids would show up when it was snow out with the fucking boots that look like Napoleon Dynamites. They look like space shoes. They were they have like Velcro. They look yeah. like bubbles. Yeah, all those rich people had snow boots and I had shoes. Yeah, I was one of those guys. And all those all those motherfuckers getting dropped off at school while I'm walking in the fucking snow. Yep. Fucking sons of bitches. Yep, and then your parents get mad at you when you burn through three pairs of shoes during a school year, and it's like, well, I mean, you know, you take me to, you know, I get it. I can only afford pay less shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect, ma? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. These things are fucking hot glued <laughs> together. It was my mom that would get mad at me. It was my dad, but. My what dad wouldn't let me wear black shoes. Really? I don't know why. And That's he doesn't weird. remember this at all. That's weird. He wouldn't let my mom wear black shoes. That's weird. Does not remember this. Damn. I have uh, weird Sounds like Ray. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got black shoes on. Yeah, but I, instead of shoes, you know what I'm talking about. Skin? Oh, shit. We don't talk about that. Wait, there's a team called the Blackskins? <laughs> there probably was at some point. Probably. Blackhawks? Yeah, well, you're right. Uh, yeah, so, um, anything else? We'll go from there. Just kind of randomly, just keep it going. What did, um, what do you want to segue into? I don't know, it's a fucking weird segue to come out of. I mean, it's kind of a 90s theme show, so we, we can kind of go on forever. Should we just go right into the music? Why not? I mean, it's, this is the earliest we've ever done it. It's not even a half hour in yet. Yeah, I say let's do, do it. it. Cool. We're going to go right into the music, guys. Um, and we do have a lot to talk about after that, so. I thought you wanted to talk about the overhyped. We can. Do you want to do the overhyped beforehand because some of them are 90s bands? Uh, or do you want to do the overhyped after the music? Because um, either one are going to transition to the music. Let's do it after. All right, because that'll be, I think, we'll a long discussion. We'll come right out the into music. the overhyped after the music. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, so this week's, again, uh, this week's theme was 90s. Ray just left it nice and vague, nice and open, no other fucking stipulations. So two songs apiece from anything in the 90s era. Uh, um... Should we go in order of the way we played? Sure. Might as well. All right. Steve started off with his two picks. Um, do you want to announce each song as we talk? Yeah, about I'll them? do it as we go. Yeah. All right. So uh, go ahead and announce your first pick. So um, originally, I was going to, since we mostly talk about metal, um, I wasn't really into metal until the late 90s. And that was more like you know, Pantera and stuff like that, so a little bit more mainstream. I was going to go back and pick 90 songs that I know now that I wasn't aware of then, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to go with what is a representation of what I was actually listening to at the time. So it was mostly hip-hop back then, so I went with hip-hop. And uh, the first one is a rapper called Nine. The song is called What You Want. Uh, Who wants to go first? Ray, go ahead. Just do it. In that sure. Uh, I put it sounded like Onyx a little bit. Yeah. A lot uh, of people did back then. Probably uh, wrong, but strong beat all in all. Uh, mellow song, like the background, makes me want to smoke a doobie. Oh. Gary? This this song sounded right straight out of the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. When, I, when I heard it, I was like, this. I didn't know who this was. This was... I probably heard it before, but I just, straight out the '90s. This, I, this might have been the first time I've heard this song. If not, I might have heard it with you in your car at one point. Maybe it, it, it because didn't get radio play at the time. It was on the radio and stuff. Well, I mean, the only thing that like I remembered was the the Roddy Piper shout out. Yeah. But what I ended up doing was uh, I ended up shazamming all these songs so I could give everybody at least one fact about each song. So <clears throat> this guy. I'm glad you're keeping a scene alive. Thank you. 
it's it's a school night, but yeah, you that's know. That's true. That's true. You got to show your worth. This uh, this guy's name is Nine, and he took his stage name because it refers from the date of his birth, which is September nineteenth, nineteen sixty nine. His shoe size is a nine, and his lucky number is a nine. Oh, okay. So, I would have thought it was a gun. Yeah. He used to be called Nine Millimeter, oh. but then he shortened it to Nine because <clears throat> he didn't want to be known as a guy named after a gun. Hmm. There's a few other rappers, you know, you could probably name. Deck Man. Yeah. Or Orange Nine Millimeter, the band from yeah. the 90s, that I've never listened to a single song of. I'm pretty sure there's a rapper named Uzi. Yes. Lil, Lil, Lil Uzi. Uzi Vert. Yeah. No, he's a new guy. Not to be confused with Lil V. <laughs> Um, my notes are pretty short and sweet. We've already, we've already heard Ed Butcher fucking hip hop notes, so I'm not gonna get good on that rebel. But right away, it's like super fucking nineties. The beats, I love the beat in the song. I put it kind of sounded like Old Dirty a little bit, like that raspy fucking yeah, yeah. the way his cadence, not as crazy as Old Dirty, but like yeah. that kind of you know. That kind of became like the whole raspy because both of the songs they did have that raspy voice thing. Yeah. That kind of and the gang vocals sometimes. That kind of became like a, a theme for a while in the 90s. That's the kind of stuff I like exhibit. I love shit like that. Yep. It's just, I've always loved a nice raspy voice. Everlast, all that kind of shit. You know? yep. <clears throat> Your cowboys are getting their asses whipped. Yeah, I mean it was close and uh, it's probably all done now. Daniel Cormier is running all over your team. Fuck DC. Damn, you sound like fucking John Jones. Second song. Onyx, uh, Last Days, Gary? Was that the name of the song? Last Days. Last Days. Ray, what you got? I put, I feel like I've heard this before. Uh, Sticky Fingers on. This is pretty nasty. Uh, no matter what he's on. Uh, good track. Um, I don't think I've heard it. And I liked it. Yeah, this was on their second album, which is the the song everyone knows them for, is Slam. Yeah, yeah. And this is on the second album, which wasn't quite as popular in the mainstream but this was probably the the number one song from that album nice yeah cause the first the first album's Back the Fuck Up yeah I had that album which, which I have yeah. Yeah. and then I think I don't know if it was in the 2000s I think they ended up getting back together and then they re they I think it's like Back the Fuck Up again yeah and it's like it's cause the first cover uh, the Back the Fuck Up is a white background with them like all on the cover and then this, the second one Back the Fuck Up again is a red cover because yep. I actually have that album as and, well. And uh, just as a side note, Sticky Fingers, one of the guys from uh, Onyx, put out a solo album probably early to mid-2000s, and it's one of the best albums ever. It's a story from beginning to end. Nobody ever talks about it. I can't think of the name of it right now. I'll have to check it out. The the something of Kirk Jones or something. I can't remember the name. Ed, what you got? Uh, <clears throat> but second pick, uh, before... I'm gonna sit, all right. So my notes literally just like this, and it's before a specific point in the song that gives it away. But my notes right away put, I think it's Onyx. Dot dot dot. If so, I was a fan back then. I had jumped the fuck up, back the fuck up. Oh my god, jumped the fuck up as a soulfly song. Back yeah. the fuck up. I had that album on on tape. Yeah. It's a long story how I had it. I think we even might have talked about that. I think we did. My dad I had it on a vinyl, so I, we might have brought it up. Yeah, my dad had like a he whatever in his drug deals or whatever got a fucking got a card trade. Oh yeah, car you, had you, tapes you, in it. Yeah, yeah. You told us this, yeah, and that that was one of the tapes in there. Um, but I like I remember that tape. I used to listen all the time, and I would kind of hide it because my dad hated rap because yeah. you know he's hates black people and <laughs> hates rap and hates pretty much everything in that culture. Um, and 
So then I put, if so, I was a fan back then, uh, just been a while since I heard it. And then uh, I put, this is the kind of stuff I like as far as hip-hop, both the songs. But this is all written before Sticky Fingers says something about, like, he says his own name. Yeah, he says it's, like, Sticky Fingers. I (coughs) I got Sticky Fingers. Yeah, so I wrote all that. So I did at least have this one, which I was even surprised with myself. So, But this is the kind of rap I like. This is, you know, like, I don't give enough of this credit. I need to go back and dump dive and jump dive into this, like... Even old Wu Tang, I don't. I know I know it, but I, I don't listen to it. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm really selective about what I listen to, and I probably should. I need to open it up a little bit more because there's a lot of that shit that I love. Speaking of '90s, didn't did Sticky Fingers end up on Oz? He was. He, he was. He played because um, I just rewatched that whole series. He played Kenny Wangler's like friend, and he ended up. Um, I forgot what he was in there for, like a drug deal or whatever. He ended up. Confessing to Augustus Hill that he like murdered a whole family, and then he was on a bunch of shows. I think he ended up on the Shield a little bit and fucking bunch of different shit. He was a big deal for a little while. Yeah, I I mean I I didn't know he was on Onyx like when Onyx came out. Like I didn't know, you know yeah. at that point. Like I'm young. I don't know. Yeah, which member is which member? And I only knew him from Oz. And then I was like, Are oh. you saying that all black people look like Gary's? No, no, no. What I'm saying is because. Onyx or like wasn't my type of music so mm, I didn't because gotcha, you're not into black people music no 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 no. okay that would be true if my name was Ray Does oh it? no none of that none of that <laughs> anyway <laughs> but uh Sticky Fingers he's also on one of uh Eminem's early LPs too right I don't know probably yeah probably. he's on he's on one of the tracks with him I can't remember that I was never a big Eminem fan no speaking of overhyped I'm only kidding I almost made the list. One time, one time, me and Steve went to uh, a record store in Cranston. What the hell's the name of that store? In the Cranston? one, the one that used to be near the the club. Near the club. The one in the one there, what they had the big shark, Mardi Gras. Oh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. Oh, Sam's. Oh yeah, Sam's. Sam's. So we, me and Steve, went in there. We bought um, CDs, and they were burnt, they were like homemade, like burnt CDs. Well, they used to, they were a big. Big store for uh, bootlegs. Them and fucking. I think two that's guys. why they got shut down. Yeah, them and uh, two guys' music. Yeah, over in fucking Airport Plaza, they used to have a ton of fucking bootlegs. Yeah. Well, that's what we ended up buying. We bought like mixtapes, and <clears throat> <clears throat> we each bought uh, Eminem mixtapes. And Steve bought a CD of Eminem, and I think it was like fuck, like fifty six tracks on it. And when he played it, it was like a minute and like three seconds of each Eminem song. Yeah. So he was so fucking pissed off. It was so awesome. <laughs> That's a nice gimmick. We should bring that back. Yeah. <sighs> Is it my turn? Because yeah. uh, yeah. I, well, I have a yes. fact. Okay. Did you did you already go? No. Well, no. Are you saying on the last track? Yeah, yeah for Onyx. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticky Fingers was discovered by Jam Master J of Run DMC, who signed Onyx on his label, JMJ Records, provided that Sticky Fingers be in the group. Wow, so that's I didn't know that. So he kind of like outshined the rest of the group. So he, yeah, so that what they weren't a group <coughs> when they Without were signed. Him. It was just a guy. And yeah. Said, okay, let's surround this guy with a group. Yes. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn now, huh? Yep. Uh, my first song was Johnny Cash, thirteen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's 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 fine. Just completely rude. Who's going first? Johnny Cash. What is it? Johnny Cash. Thirteen. I guess I'll go first again. 
Uh, can't go wrong with the man in black. Uh, I don't think I've heard this song. You said this is late 90s? Uh, 1994. I didn't know that at all. I thought this was 2000. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, the thing with him was because this is the start of like the Rick Rubin era yeah. of Johnny Cash. So a lot of his stuff all sounded the same. Right. But like nobody really gave a shit what Johnny Cash was doing until he put out her. Yeah. Because that's when everybody stood up and were like... Oh. That, and that was the 2000s, right? That was the... Yeah. Because that was right around the time that he died. That was like, yeah, yeah. Mid-2000s. Because that came out and then like his wife died and then like a couple months later he died. Right. Because right, it was right before the huge craze, craze where that movie got made about yeah. him. But nobody really gave a shit about Johnny Cash. Yeah. While all this was going on. And this is when this song came out. It was like the first album of the Rick Rubin era where he was like trying to reinvent, you know, reinvent Johnny Cash. Hmm. But that's why like you listen to this song and it's kind of in the same like breath. Like, oh, you could, you would probably say, oh, I'm sure this was on the same album as her. Right. Because it's like. It's, now he did like a whole series of these albums. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, I think the Hurt one was his last one was four. Yeah. So this one was the first one. Yeah, the one with that had also that uh, That's God the best Strike, one. Yeah, God Makes Strike You Down and all that. Fuck. That video was yeah. dope. It's got all kinds of people like singing the lyrics, like yeah. Chris Rock's in it and shit. <clears throat> That's a really cool fucking song and video. Super powerful. But I picked this song for a reason. I'm sure like Steve will get into yeah, it because he's sure. probably the only one that realizes it. Well, he knew it because he called it right off the bat. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. But I'll, I'll, all I literally wrote was Johnny Cash, always welcome to my ears. I just I don't need to say a lot about it. But it's funny, like I didn't realize that it was from the '90s, though. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't either. I enjoyed this song before I realized this interesting fact, which I actually just found out this week because there was an article that was making the rounds about it. So good, Steve. I'm sure you're so are you done, this, Ray? Yes. Okay. This song was written by Danzig for Johnny Cash. Wow, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Um, I love almost all the Rick Rubin produced Johnny Cash stuff. His voice as an old man is so much more interesting than it was yep. when he was young. Um, and I usually don't like Rick Rubin production at all, but it fits for this. <coughs> like I, I love the Danzig Rick Rubin produced albums, but I don't like the production on those albums because it's so dry. <clears throat> That's generally what uh, Rick Rubin does, but otherwise, it's Johnny Cash. It's a great song, and like I said, his old man stuff, it fucking kills all his other stuff. Yeah. You really find like a whole different level of fucking yeah passion in his. And I don't I don't know if it was because he wasn't writing all the all that stuff. None of it was written by him. Yeah, it was all a lot of it was covers or written by somebody yeah. else. You have anything on it, Gary? You what was the article about it? Oh, uh, somebody interviewed Danzig about it. He's like, oh, what was it like writing for um, Roy Orbison and Johnny Cash? And I was like, he fucking wrote for Johnny Cash. And then when I read the article, I was like, holy shit, like. That song's on my iPod. So I was like, I have no idea. Because it's a cool song. Yeah. Just like if you listen to it, it's like there's a whole fucking story to it. He wrote this song in 30 minutes for Johnny Cash. I guess when Rick Rubin asked him, he just like put pen to paper and it was done in like 30 minutes. I didn't know you wrote a song for Roy Orbison. I had no idea either. I, I couldn't tell you what it is offhand. I don't even know what Roy Orbison sounds like, but I think yeah. Pretty woman. Oh, okay. That guy. I gotcha. <coughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. Uh, announce your second pick to Gary. My... I couldn't think of the name of the song. This song is... What the fuck is it? Danzig, Long Way Back From Hell. Yeah, yeah. This fucking... This is the first song off of uh, Danzig 2. 
the Rick Rubin produced album. And I, this fucking song is, I think it's, this is my favorite Danzig song, solo song, period. Because this song, like, the way that it starts the record, it's just like, you're, like, you're, on, you're in for a ride. I like Danzig 2 better than anything that he's done. Yeah. Like, I think from start to finish, I can listen to that whole album and, and enjoy it. Right. I put uh, classic, catchy sound. I actually think this is a solid track. Uh, makes me want to go on a Danzig bench. Uh, really kind didn't of, have much. Try to talk more. Yep. Uh, basically, like I said, makes me want to go on a Danzig bench. Um, I like Danzig as it is already. I couldn't tell you which out of the first and second I like better. I'd probably say the first because I know it better. But uh, other than that, I'll let you go, Ed. <clears throat> I put, uh, and the Prince of Darkness Danzig is also very welcome in my ears. No, not the Prince of Darkness you guys are thinking of. Uh, <clears throat> I put Long Way Back from Hell is one of, one of, if not my favorite Danzig songs, like Gary. This is also, um, in my opinion, his best album from what I know of Danzig as a whole. I like the way this sound. I like, like the first album is a classic, and I get why everybody likes it, and I love it also. But <clears throat> the second album just stepped up such a fucking... It was leaps and bounds different. And I think the guitar work is better. I think the band as a whole is better. The Sonically, it's better. The songs are just better. Yeah, it really. The whole album... You can throw Danzig 2 on any fucking time and listen to it from start to finish and not bat an eye at it. I don't think he has one other single album that you can do that. I feel like there's always one song or two where you're like, eh, I can kind of skip it or I'm just all set with listening to any more of it but like that album something about it I think this is a perfect um opening track to an album too uh, mm. Long Way Back From Hell is just such it's, a it, set, it sets the pace for what you're about to go on it's like a fucking it's like a car ride yeah. and you're like you're getting ready to fucking just drive like, through it this is back when you know, like Willy when, Wonka going through the tunnel yes <laughs> this is back when pacing and um what's the there's a correct term for when you lay out a track tracks on albums when you when you track out albums, yeah, I think that's what you call it. Pacing. No, no. there's something else. There's something else about it. Um, I know the term. There's I like an order or whatever. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm, you know what I mean though. Yeah. <clears throat> when you decide what songs are gonna go where on the album, I can't remember the fucking yeah. the term right now. But this is like the one of the pinnacle fucking opening tracks to an album, to, in my opinion, anyways. Uh, so that that's what I got for you. So I was actually really happy with Gary's picks. And <clears throat> welcome back, Gary. There you go. I have an uncontrollable urge to yell unintelligible Danzig lyrics because this is one of the songs I sing loudest in the car, even though I have no idea what he's saying. Um, yeah, that's about all I know. Um, the first four Danzig albums are just as good as any four-album run from any band, including Metallica or Pantera or anybody. And I think three is just as good as two if you go back and listen to three. I don't know that album enough. I, I, need, I need to listen to it. I tried after you told me that, and I, it's good, but this two? There's a lot of songs in there. That you yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a different vibe. Yeah. Where this one is just like, to me, it's like a straight rock and roll, like, fucking, I'm going to kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, the sum on three was <coughs> like, he, it's almost like some 50s fucking doo-wop fucking kind of sounding stuff on there, but it's still good. His guitarist, I don't know the guy's name, but the, the dude that wrote all these albums, phenomenal too. Yeah. Every Time I Die actually got that dude to do a solo on one of their songs a couple albums ago, and it's uh, it's fucking cool I can't shit, think man. of his name. Is John, John Look Christ? It Look it up. John, there's John Christ, I think there's 
Tommy Victor, that's the guy from. Prom. No, he, Don, Tommy Victor's is touring guitars now. Uh, that's who. That's who tours them when you see him now. Like when we saw him a couple years ago. Eerie, and John Johnny Kelly is his drummer from Typo. Eerie Vaughn. Whoever the guy is, he's the one who like he did a fucking. So I should play it later so you can hear because it's it sounds just like fucking. You hear it a mile away, you know it. I think the guy you're thinking of also went on to be in another big band, and I can't think of his fucking name. Oh look. Like they wrote, they wrote a riff that sounded like Danzig, and so much so that they were like, "Yo, we should just." Danzig, Ari Vaughn was on bass. John Christ is guitars. It must have been that guy, yeah. John, I'll tell you right now what he was doing. Look up, uh, look up him. It'll probably say the album is um, X Lives. I can't remember the name of the song right now because I'm just my brain's starting to fade a little bit. But yeah, this yeah, John Christ. Okay. Yeah, yeah, every time I die. It's super fuck. Like, it's super distinguishable. As soon as you hear it, you know that, that it's that dude. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, anybody else have anything for that? Nope, that's it. Any fact, Gary? In 2002, Spin Magazine named Danzig 2 the 33rd greatest metal album of all time. Doug Brode said that it is perhaps the best collection of songs on a Glenn Danzig's album and remarked that Rick Rubin mightily punched up his production after producing Danzig's debut album. So. Did somebody else bring up, did somebody recently bring up a band called uh, A Pale Horse Named Death? Ray did. Yes. Um, That's the John Kelly is also in that band. He's the drummer for Danzig. The two guys from Typo. And the bassist is also in A Pale Horse Named Death. Alright. I did not know that. Hmm. And Tommy Victor on guitars is also in Prong. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Tommy Victor does a couple things. Ministry also. He was in Ministry. Yeah. I'm, uh... <clears throat> actually, in my picks, I almost picked a prong song and decided against it because I'm not as, I'm not that big of a fan. It's just they, their early stuff is super fucking 90s. Like, when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's some fucking 90s. They shit. did a uh, fucking song. It was, uh... Snap Your Fingers. Snap, yeah, 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 Just that's Incredible. The, that's the song yeah. I was going to play. It's the only song... I like the cover of it better than the real song. Which cover? Whoever did the ECW that's, album oh, version. That's how I discovered who they were. And then when you then when I hear the when you hear the real song, you're like, eh, I don't like it as much. That's why I like Kilgore's Walk better than Fuck Pantera. No fucking Hold on. Way. First of all, I hate Walk in general. Oh boy. But man, that fucking cover of it. Overplay it, I'd give you I Yes, but like you gotta song. you gotta understand from where I'm coming from. I get it. So first, I get it. You just basically said the yeah, same yeah. thing. But because it's Pantera, God forbid. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, uh, the reason why I asked that is because... Um, so Speaking about that, that brings an interesting segue into the next... Band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which It will, you're right. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is there's a band called Six Feet Under, which some of us are really familiar with, some of us might not be. But they do... <laughs> they also started in the 90s. Oh, you mean uh, Chris Barnes? Chris Barnes, you yeah. You mean uh, uh, the guy who used to be in Cannibal Corpse? You're right. You would know that. Um, <clears throat> did you know that he has a slew of albums called Graveyard Classics, which are all covers? And the first one's actually kind of good. He does like Purple Haze. He does a bunch of. They're fucking silly as shit to listen to. But the last one that he did, which might have been the sixth one or seventh one, whatever, he covered Snap Your Finger, Snap Your Neck. The so, the music is actually kind of cool. Like it's kind of cool to hear it so heavy. Yeah. But oh my fucking god, Chris Barnes' voice is so gone now. It's not even fucking funny. And to hear him do that song, like, oh, God. And uh, Prong actually did a, uh, Time of Victor did a uh, one of Josta's songs from, like, a year ago. 
Not my not my favorite song. Yeah. I, I should show you guys that. I, just, I don't know what it is about Tommy Victor's voice. No. I'm just not sold on. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> on to our race picks. Race yep. picks. First pick is Poison Idea. Title oh. track. Really? Feel the darkness. Poison Idea. Me either. I thought that was poison in my ears. Go ahead, Gary. I really got uh, just a fact for this one. Pantera covered their song The Badge on the Crow soundtrack. That's a which, fucking great song. And it was a fucking cover. Also on, I think, Far Beyond Driven, uh, the yep. Japanese version. Well, it was originally supposed to be for the, the all the versions. They needed to cut a track. And they ended up, I think that's why they ended up putting Planet Caravan on the end. But you can... It also was originally supposed to be the fucking drill going to the dude's ass that now you can find because they re-released that cover on vinyl and shit. I but prefer the other one. That. I actually prefer the other one too, going to the guy's forehead. Yep, so <clears> that, <throat> this, that song was on the Crow soundtrack. And when I met Phil at Rock and Shock, I had him sign my Crow soundtrack CD. Nice. When he was all fucking, I think, drugged up. Aged out? No, he was definitely something. He couldn't even figure out how to spell Super Joint Ritual. My brother he, asked him to sign it. He was just stoned. I, he, he I, do anything I asked him. Yeah, he asked him to sign a, uh, a drum, a drum head, and he signed it. And he's like, "Hey, do you mind writing like super joint ritual on it?" And like, Phil like just like just like looking at it, and he was he went to write, and then he stopped, and then like he went to write again, and then he put the pen down, and he like took his hands and he slapped himself in the in, in his face, and he goes, "Come on, Phil! Come on, Phil!" Yeah. And then he wrote Super Joy Ritual. The first time, I'll just really quick to throw this in there. The the first time I ever actually met Phil and Selma was on Ozfest 2000, might have been five when Down was on it. And he was like short, like chin level Phil. But he was still all heroined out, which is because it was after the second album. And uh, you could meet them. You could cut the line to meet them. They were one of the only reasons why I went. Uh, if you bought the album, even I had already had it. So I had met them, I think, once before, but never got to actually, like, take a picture with them. This is my first opportunity to take a picture with the boss, and I have it. The picture's still framed, and it's, like, me with my long-ass hair. Yeah, you and to, I had a you super... Used to, go ahead. used to have it on your um, refrigerator yep. when you lived with your mom, because yep. the night that you guys all drank moonshine, yeah. you sh- you showed it to my... I have that, and I also have an 8x10 in a frame. It's up in my, my, uh, my office room that I have all my memorabilia in. But, um... So it's like them in a line and Phil's the first one and all these people are like swarming fucking Phil and yelling to him and all this other shit. And he was so fucking, dude, he's pale as a fucking ghost and he's got like sunglasses on and he had like, it was so weird, he had like a cardigan sweater like tied around his neck like a, like a yuppie would have. Mm. And he had like a fucking plaid t-shirt button down on, like it, it was so weird. I oh, used to wear the cut off plaid shirt back then. That's right? pretty much what it was, yeah, that was what he was doing. So he's sitting or whatever, and I had a super joint shirt on from the very first like tour, and I I don't know where the fuck it is, but I, I miss it. It was like super joint red with like a purple star and leaf, whatever. It's such a cool shirt. So I rock that, and I'm, I'm like, hey Phil, I'm like, is it cool to take a picture? And this guy is standing there, he's like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, no man, I'm like, I don't know if he wants to take a picture with me. I'm like, hey Phil, is it cool if we take a picture? And he's like looking around, he's just kind of like signing stuff, kind of like what you were just saying about him, but this time he was definitely all fucking heroin out, and he's like. uh He's still not paying attention. The guy's like, yeah, just give me a camera. Just go ahead. Go right next to him. And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna, if he doesn't tell me, I can go sit next to him. I'm not going to stand next to the guy. I'm like, hey, Phil, is it cool if I take a picture with you, man? And he looks at me and he goes, and I'm making a Phil face, and he goes, nice fucking shirt, brother. Come on. And he fucking, 
And he has me like, you know, go go next to him, whatever. He puts his fucking arm around me, does, does the thing, whatever. He shakes my hand. He signs my fucking down two cover or whatever. I'm like shaking now at this point. I'm like, oh my God, Phil loves my shirt. But like just the fact that he looked up at me and he was like, nice fucking shirt, brother. <laughs> like he's such a douche. Uh, yeah. So then uh, I also met Phil one time when he was all fucked up when down played uh, the sold out show when they toured down two for the first time. They shot the Ghost Along the Mississippi video at the Palladium. Completely sold out. WAF was there. It was nuts. I met him that night, too, and he was all fucked up. And that's a story that me and Nolan might have talked about when he was on, but if not, i got to wait for him to come back on and tell it because it's nuts, man. We, like, we stayed out there for fucking ever, and we berated Guy Sky as the fucking, the, if you ever watched the Panther 3 video, he's their, like, tour manager. So we just kept on slamming this dude, like, talking, trying to talk him into coming out or whatever, and we were hitting him with all these fucking, like, quotes from the way you guys quote Friday me and Nolan quote fucking Pantera 3 like it's just what we yeah. do we were obsessed with the movie so finally we got him like we got him laughing so hard that he was like alright fuck it five minutes because all, all the everybody else started leaving and we yeah. went and got Phil and he couldn't even fucking stand he was like so blitzed man and he was like trying to sign my shit and we're fucking talking about all the side products and that's right when have you ever heard uh, the thing he did Southern Isolation with his ex-wife yeah which is some of it's kind of cool. There's only like four songs, but yep. there's an extended one with Southern Man I Am on it, which is phenomenal. And that's what he said to us. He's like, uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, we were like, yeah, Southern Isolation is awesome, man. And he goes, yeah, man. He's like, did you get the extended copy? And we're like, no, nah, why? He goes, fucking get it, man. <laughs> fucking get it. Southern Man I Am, man. That's get the extended copy and he's so fucking he couldn't even open his eyes and he's so fucking tra- trashed and fucking just it was, it was so fucking funny and everybody else was so cool as shit like Rex came out and yeah. fucking Pepper came out and me and Nolan used to bring a pack of backwoods because that, that's the first time I'd ever heard about him Pepper used to smoke him we'd throw him up to him on the stage and he'd fucking wink to us you know or like anyways I have a lot of good memories from that sorry for going on that long rant about the, and that had know, nothing to do with the band that you chose uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He could still say what he needs to. He does. Know. You do have a nice fill. That was Thank a pretty you. good fill. Thank you. I, I practiced it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Poison Idea. Uh, funky bass line. No idea what this is. Uh, the talking vocals threw me off, but I enjoyed the more screaming vocals. And I'm, I'm a fan of Poison Idea. I wasn't, I was surprised I didn't get this. Um, very simple and straightforward musically, but it's a good, nice bluesy solo out of nowhere near the end was cool. Another verse after the solo was a bit much. It was starting to feel long. Thankfully, it didn't go that long after, but good song. Cool. Okay, did you say anything? Oh, it's my turn. Uh, I put uh, Ray's first pick. Sounds oh. very 90s. I put Ha Ha Ha. Definitely a Ray band. Uh, not... Not the glasses from My Men in Black, but definitely a Ray Band. Uh, you're welcome to the 90s joke there, right? See, not, bad, not, not bad. Not bad. Little, little segue. Uh, almost has a COC kind of feel when it kicks in. Like, when it got mm. a little bit heavier, I could hear, like... That's what I was thinking. I could hear first. Woody or Pepper. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I, I know who Poison Idea is. I've, I've never listened to them. So, um, it was cool to hear. It's definitely definitely 90s. Like, holy shit. Uh, cool shit, though. I liked it. I was cool. pretty impressed with it. I'll have to go back and check this out. They just broke up too in 2000, really? uh, 2017. They're kind of like <coughs> a, a seminal punk hardcore band. Yeah, like the, one of the yeah. big bands. Yeah, they're uh, credited as like uh, influence like Nirvana. Or Nirvana yeah. I have one of the bands that Nirvana would look up to. 
Do you it was, any, there was uh, a block of those, back to COC from like the late 80s, there was a block of those bands. Like, like COC, I think, I'm pretty sure, uh, the, them, Poison Idea, bands like that had like a fucking huge influence on like Metallica and a lot of other bands later on, which yeah. is weird. But, you have any Poison Idea facts, Gary? He said, he said, they broke up. But no, the fact was. He brought up the, uh, the batch. He said the fact. The Pantera. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right, good. Which led us down uh, the second on. track is Troll. Uh, Colony Axe inflict mythical mayhem. <laughs> the nicest thing I can say about this song was um, the band is from Oslo, Norway, and they formed in 1992. I put, uh, la- I put Ha Ha Ha, which was very funny to me. I put, I love how Ray, even with his random 90s pick, finds a, a band Gary will hate. I <laughs> see. I thought we were we were like we were on those like smooth waters. Like with the like, I was into the first song that you had. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then fucking, I was like, oh, this must be the song that you were like, Steve. I don't know if you're gonna like it or not. And I was like, oh, you fucker. Like, <laughs> it's like you always gonna just be that guy. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck these guys. Like, I'm gonna play something garbagey. That's what he does. Uh, it's not so much that I want to play something garbagey, but something that is really going to kind of test your wit on what you think and what you like about it or don't like about it. But because I'm not mainly playing it to play for you to enjoy, I'm playing it for you to. Yeah, but is this one of those songs that when you were like, oh, '90s, oh, I'm gonna get trolled. No, this was shit that I was listening to in the '90s. Yeah, this really would have been like driving around in, in his old Jetta like it was the, the two bands we just listened to wouldn't want between that and like like hip hop like this is a Cypress Hill like this is what would have been in between there like this is exactly what Ray would have listened to so without did you have the internet at the time in the 90s Ray did I did but it technically wasn't at my house well my, my I question would go to somebody else's house and I would go on fucking Shazam yeah. not Shazam is all that sorts you, of like stuff like Troll stuff like, like yeah that's how I was mainly through the internet was Ray was the fucking surfing king of the, the for, burn, burn CD yeah. he would buy a stack and fucking and make them all within a day it was unreal so I'm guessing this was like late 90s like 97, 98, 99 something like well, that well we met in 90, 96, 97 we met in fucking seven, yeah 7th grade was 96, 97 so that's when we met so I would say ninety. Jesus Christ! Ninety graduating high school. Well, you're welcome. Ninety. <laughs> he should have been graduating high school. If that makes you feel any. This better. came out in ninety seven. Yeah. Well, okay. he he got into this. That was so Ray went from like ninety seven, ninety eight in like eighth grade to like ninety eight, ninety nine, and like once that that's the year. So like within two years, he went from like. Me asking him what his favorite band was, him not knowing, him coming back and saying, "Oh, Metallica," which is we've already talked about that. Two two years later, Ray's got stacks. Of, he, weed is what changed his life, but <laughs> weed and fucking and skateboarding, internet. yeah, and the internet uh, completely changed his life. And then, like within two years, he was just like an encyclopedia. Like that's just the way his brain worked. It it was it, like I was always all about trying to find out other bands. Like I was the dude that would buy a CD and look up all the bands that they would tour, like that they think. Yeah, yeah, he would just go and find music. Yeah, and it was unreal, and he would know all of it without even thinking about it. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk for you, but no, you're wrong there. Like that's. I, I was thing. obsessive at one point. I still kind of am, to a degree. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Especially when I first, like, there was a point where I was getting into metal and trying to find stuff that wasn't growly, and I was still looking for like more cleaner vocals. And then eventually, I just said, 
I just got into the growly stuff, and then I was I was like obsessive with finding new stuff and old stuff that I missed. And I still do that There's to nothing an extent, but not like when I first started. To finding something that is unique that you haven't heard before, you know, that's the best part about searching for music yeah. is trying to find something that hasn't really been crossed, you know, done with that something else you can say is its own, you know? Yeah. Yep. It's hard to find, but shit's out there. Oh, yeah, there's tons of shit out there. If there's shit music out there, Ray will find you <laughs> and then play it for us to listen to. Especially you, Gary. I did, can't. Did I you can't. say your thoughts on this one? Uh, no. Um, decent, trashy <coughs> kind of riffs to start. Vocals threw me off at first, but I don't hate them. Uh, I do hate the program drums because those are definitely computer drums. Yeah. Um... I couldn't tell if there was bass at all. Like, I wish it had like a fuller, a fuller bass to it, but I didn't think it was bad. Gary hated it. I yeah. Hated Is it? it. A, I'm guessing it's black metal. Yes. Okay. Some yeah, earlier but not early. It's weird. That's the that's a weird generation of black metal. You yeah. know what? You know when you had me that I hated it when it was race pick. <laughs> you didn't hate the first one. And I think you liked my pick last week. I think so. What was your pick last week? I can't remember. Yeah, a couple. My head, uh, but there was something that... The one with the chick, maybe? Yeah. yeah oh, no, no, no. I was confused. You confused me. I confused you. Yeah, because I couldn't tell if I hated it or not because it was, like, clean lyrics, but she was, like, recorded in a tin can. Yeah, that's what it was. But, um... That was the last song, right? Yep. 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 So we shot that through that real fast. I think that's kind of a, um... We still have Ed's picks. Yes, we oh, still yeah. got sure. aspects. Never mind. Yeah. How do you I, forget the man that talks the most? Never mind. <laughs> What's funny is, again, if you actually listen to the episodes, Gary, you'd be quite surprised. Uh, lately, it's been pretty back and forth. Steve has been stepping his game up a lot. Maybe Gary can stop watching fucking ten movies a week and listen to an episode yeah, once maybe. in a while. You know, <clears throat> go for a couple walks or something. Why would I need to go for a walk? Get some exercise. Because everybody needs to get exercise, dude. You feel better about yourself when you exercise. Maybe Gary should get some fucking x lax <laughs> Fucking shit wagon. Listen, we, I've already discovered why I have uh, really bad gas. I eat br- a lot of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> have you ever not had really bad gas? <laughs> it smells like a goddamn Christmas tree right now. By, by the way, let me note that Ray, every time Gary farts, Ray fucking sprays his asshole with Febreze. <laughs> I literally just sprayed your pants for like five seconds. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh boy! Uh, yeah, so I have I have two picks coming up too. We again, we should be able to blow through these relatively fast. Which is again, a, I think where you were going with that was a breath of fresh air. Considering I was, I was gonna, say, but I'll say what I was gonna say later. But yeah. you say it when I'm done with my picks. Yeah, yeah. We, we should be able to go through these pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so my picks, the way I took the '90s thing was, I wanted to take it uh, two two ways, twofold. One way being um, a chance to play stuff that I probably wouldn't be able to play or maybe that I've been dying to play or whatever, like always. Um, and always surprise people a little bit with what I'm picking. And then B, I have to have some kind of a fucking reason on what I'm picking. I didn't want to go... I was a huge Nirvana fan, huge Pantera fan. Didn't want to go that way. Almost thought about doing Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. Didn't want to go that way. It, like, I don't want to go too obvious. Yeah, that's same me. I didn't want to go real obvious either. I thought you were going to go heavy metal. Yeah, I th- well, everybody. I'm more of a grunge. Nirvana I was gonna take it grungy, but uh, um, I switched it. I'm not. A, that's the thing. Like, if you haven't, if you can't tell by a lot of the picks that I pick, I'm not. I do love metal because that's where my roots are. But I'm really more like, I'm always a sucker for more of a rock 
thing than the other way around. But um, anyway, so what I ended up doing was I made a, a list of songs that I really remembered from soundtracks because soundtracks in the 90s were a really big thing. I don't know about you guys, but I was a huge collector of them because you would have back when you only had tapes instead of listening to one band, you could find five or 10, or whatever the fuck was on there, then sometimes the albums had songs that weren't on anything else, like The Badge and The Crow was technically not on anything else at that point, at that time, before the internet blew up and you could find anything you wanted to. Um, so, the number one song that popped in my head right away was Gravedigger's uh, 1-800-Suicide, which is from, the way I know it, uh, Demon Knight soundtrack, because I was a huge fan of that movie, and a huge fan of that fucking soundtrack. It's amazing. It, also, great soundtrack from that era, Tales from the Hood. See that I gotta check out it. I don't. I don't awesome know the soundtrack. Rollins, <clears throat> Rollins band's on the Demon Knight soundtrack too. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of good bands are on that. Which I actually have that. Scene. Filter. I almost believe that they have that on vinyl at the Dirt Comics. They do. I don't have it, but they I have haven't pulled it. the trigger yet because I don't know how often I'll listen to it. Fucking I, Spawn I soundtrack's too. great too. Spawn soundtrack's another great one. Yeah. There is a lot of really good songs in that, so that's another good one. That, fuck, Jesus, uh, Scream, awesome soundtrack. Dumb and Dumber, awesome soundtrack. Fucking. Uh, you know what's a good I, soundtrack? Clerks. Yeah, actually, Clerks Early, is great. He spent more all money, of his movies. He spent more money on the soundtrack, getting all those bands on the soundtrack, than he did for the movie itself. All of his movies. He's always got really good soundtracks. He's a big music guy, more so than people, I think, give him credit for. Um, I know what you did last summer. Fucking Bride of Chucky. Like, there were so many. Fuck, Strangeland yeah. has such a good soundtrack, man. Um, it's an underrated movie. doesn't get the love it should. Super underrated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly very glad they didn't ever made a second one because I think it would have ruined the. He still wants to. I know. Actually, there's actually talks that it's actually gonna happen. Yeah, leave it alone. Um, but anyway, so I put Grave Diggers one eight hundred suicide. Whoever wants to go first, go for it. I'll go. Um, well, let me go because I got a okay, fact. Go Just because. Uh, Grave Diggers features Rizzer from the Wu Tang Clan, and this song was featured on the Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight soundtrack. Your fact sucks because it was already said. Yes, oh, the, I didn't know the RZA thing. Oh, you didn't know, didn't know that? Was he always in the group? Yeah. I don't know anything yeah. about Grave Diggers. Yeah. I've never listened to a single song other than this one. Yeah. So you know, great album. You, I know that one of the that is. I know that one of the dudes yeah. died. This is one of those yeah, things yeah. I never would have bought this. Yeah. And now this is the shit that I should be going back to with. And that this is my goal with this year is to open up my fucking horizons. I've been listening to Pearl Jam the past couple days. I never listened to Pearl Jam like this. There's so many songs. There's so many things I don't. Dude, I like some Pearl Jam stuff, but I only know the radio songs. I don't know their albums. If you listen to the first album, there's Pearl like two Jam, or three songs that Jeremy's like a you great were saying. Song. Yeah. That album ten is fucking. It's flawless. Just flawless. It really is. Some of the other albums though, Not I had to good. nitpick through songs just to find the ones that I yeah. want. We well, used, we used to listen to Grave Diggers in your car when we were driving. Yeah, I used to listen to it all the time. That's that's one of those groups that like I they kick myself for not going to listen to But I know one of the dudes died in like the early two thousands. Yeah, that was their last I can't album. Think of his name. He died of cancer or something. It wasn't an album cover like him going to heaven or something. Like he knew he was dying. So they I made... didn't like anything past the first album. But so I don't know. But I'll have to give it a chance. Was he was RZA always in that group? Always. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I yeah. I think he was like the main thing that that got it together. I didn't know this fact until I think well, a couple weeks ago. You had a Grave Digger song on. And it came on, and you said diggers. something. That's what I said. You said diggers. Oh, I, I forgot. Diggers. I forgot. I forgot. You have to emphasize it at the. Have you end. ever heard of a group called the Flatliners? I was going to bring that up. I want. I know them too because of a kid I used to hang out with in high school was big enough. Fucking Nas and Flatliners and all that shit. And the yeah. only person I've ever heard talk about them was this dude, Justin Favors. Yeah, he used to talk to. He would love them. He had all that shit, and I remember them being fucking dope. And I've 
just now yeah. thought about probably looking it up on Spotify because I remember there should be an incredible and I couldn't find it anywhere. What were you going to say, Guy? A couple weeks oh, ago. I didn't find out RZA being in the group until a couple weeks ago when he talked. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have known. I never would have known. I mean, if you listen back, like, you can say, oh, yeah, okay, that guy sounds, it definitely sounds like RZA from Wu-Tang. <clears throat> I mean, I would have never known if you didn't tell me. Um, I get into Grave Diggers before that soundtrack. I, I got into them because there was an MTV news segment about horrorcore. Oh, wow. And it was Grave Diggers and Flatliners, and that's who they were talking about. That's and it was like a big, it was kind of a trend at that time. I don't remember any other groups that were doing it, but they specifically talked about Grave Diggers and Flatliners. And I gravitated more towards Grave Diggers, probably because RZA was on it, and yeah. Wu-Tang was already out at that time. Yeah. Um, I thought... I was trying to think what soundtrack it was, and I thought it was Tales from the Hood, but Tales from the Hood is, is more like a West Coast kind of soundtrack. Yeah, this is Tales from the Crypt. <clears throat> um, yeah, great song, great album. They released, re- recently re-released this on vinyl. I haven't been able to find it. Um, but yeah, if you like this, you'd probably like the entire album. I That's 100%. I, I know I will, yeah. I love shit like that. Good shit. The beat is so fucking sick in that song. Yeah. I think it's classic. You know, yes. just, as soon as you hear it, and I, I don't know, it was nice to for me to play a rap song and everybody kind of perked up in the room, not, and for different reasons. You know? Grave Diggers were also on the Tales from the Hood soundtrack. Oh, oh okay. so there you go. So they, was that song now? From the Dark Side. Okay. Okay. I put, are you done, Steve? Yes. I put, uh, such a good album in general. Back in the day, this and Trippin' would be bumping in my Jetta. Yep. Uh, it's, like I said, there's nothing bad you can really say about this, um... I've listened to this album probably like at least probably a hundred times. Trippin's probably my favorite song of the album. Yeah. Yeah. So my only question, I guess, to follow that up was was at least everybody pleasantly surprised with that out of me. I would imagine. Yeah, you said you said earlier that you had a rap song. I wasn't expecting it to be Grave Diggers. Yeah, see, I was expecting like something like fucking gin and juice or something no yeah no, I'm not in that I mean I, I like see I didn't really get into <clears throat> I know a lot of that stuff but I, again I like like early exhibit paparazzi shit like that I like the flatliner stuff but I don't remember any of it I like I love some early nice stuff like I love fucking uh, Ready to Die uh, Biggie like yeah. that's one of my favorite albums period of all time I, th- I like I just didn't again I didn't want to go super fucking obvious so yeah. when I decided to go with soundtrack songs because that's what reminds me of the 90s the most mm-hmm. Like, I'd buy a soundtrack tape and listen to it over and over and over again. Because I, I could just... It was the only way I could blend music when I was a kid. My dad hated rap, so, like, if I brought a rap tape home, he would have, like, thrown it away on it. Oh, yeah, I had my dad destroy all my fucking CDs and tapes more than once. Like, metal never happened. He didn't really mess with me with yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. I would listen on my own. But, like, you know, <clears throat> like, rap, it just wouldn't have fucking happened. You know, so... Um... So my other song is also off of a soundtrack. In this band, the first time I had ever heard of them was in this specific soundtrack. The soundtrack is Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, the band is L7. I became a huge L7 fan in the late 90s once I figured out what this album was. This album is called Bricks Are Heavy. It's from 1992. It's one of my favorite albums. The whole fucking album is awesome. Um, if you don't know it, fucking listen to it. It's so It's such good, iconic, early 90s like heavy metal it's fucking so good um but anybody that wants to go first go for it it's called shitless by the way I'll I didn't go. say that I'll go because I got facts um let's see I'll just say eat my used tampons fuckers <laughs> which is how probably everybody knows who this band is I mean she threw the dirty tampon into the crowd 
Which we something we should bring up. Did you guys all see? I it? think we talked about it. We talked about it because you brought up there's a document. We were talking about documentary. No, 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 no. The thing that happened in wrestling this week. Oh, yeah, 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 no, we didn't yeah, talk yeah. about that. We should talk about that later. But yeah, that's why uh, a lot of people probably know who this band is because she threw the used tampon in the crowd and she told everybody to, you know, eat it. And then somebody actually picked it up and threw it back at her, which is kind of fucked up because I don't know if I'm going to touch anybody's used tampon. Gross, yeah. But this song was actually on the Natural Born Killer soundtrack. Oh, that I know. That's where I would know it from mainly, close to Pet Cemetery. But uh, I put uh, classic, crazy to think I don't really know much besides this song from the band. Uh, have to check out a little bit more of their stuff. See if I like it. You'd like a lot of it. Yeah. Like. I'm telling you, listen to this album. Bricks are heavy, and um, Hungry for Stink are the two best albums. And I'd probably say that they probably influenced a lot of other female bands. Uh, not just female, but like they, that's, they're one of the bands that it's not just females that they uh, they did. Yeah, they like really I mean, were. they probably influenced bands like Drain STH and other yeah, bands yeah. going on. Yeah, Kitty, you know? every you yeah. name the fucking heavy band, every girl band. But these guys were like the first one like this. Like they were touring with Metallica and shit. You know, they were literally put up there on the same stage as huge bands at the time. Um, the documentary is phenomenal. Pretend that we're dead, which is probably their number one song. Yeah, so knows yes, I do know that. Song. Yeah, it's, it, the documentary is fantastic, man. It really, it's so good. If you're into music documentaries, anyways, it's it's very very worth it. Um, but Steve, go ahead with your thoughts. I'm not familiar with the tampon story at all, other than I think you've told it before. Yeah. But um, I know the name of the band, and this sounded vaguely familiar. But I remember them being on the radio for a short period but listed more on the alternative side like it would be played alongside like Nirvana and fucking Stone Temple Pilots and shit like that yeah they're Hungry for Stink got a little more like that yeah Bricks Are Heavy is a little more metal a little more like that That like this, they have a sound and this is it like yeah. the whole album kind of is like this um, in different ways like it goes up and down There's, some of the songs are a little bit poppier because they're still girls but like some of them are a little bit heavier yep. um, they had a so like it's weird because they have a, the first couple albums are, are pretty good they're heavier they're really good total all, all over um, writing I guess but uh, the last couple albums just not not that good um, did you like the song? Uh, it was alright it was real it was this was kind of what I was going to say earlier with the 90s stuff. There's not a lot of notes to take because most of it's real. It's real simple. It's really real to, to the point. point. Yeah. It's just kind of like a generic riff. It's not like, you know, the stuff we usually play with. You can kind of break it down as a music nerd. Yeah, yeah. This is just real simple. It's the epitome of the 90s sound. Whether it's rap, it's just straight, you know, fucking drum and, and maybe like a little background something. And same with uh, metal or rock or whatever it's just a real simple riff real fucking um it's not it's not too fast it's not too slow like a real generic pace <clears throat> that's kind of the epitome of what the 90s was just real basic and simple um but i, I didn't hate it i didn't it was it, it was all right um the little fucking vocal shake thing that she does at the end is, was a little bit annoying like it's a warbly kind of that long vibrato yeah whatever i, I love that thing she does See, it wasn't bad. I think it depends on most, like most picks that we do. I think it depends on when you hear this. Like you, you didn't grow up hearing this. No, not at all. Like in the scene in Pet Cemetery Two, when this kicks in, takes you back. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Because that's that's probably one of the reasons why I like certain 
mu- that's why I probably like music in general. Yeah. Because I have to find a way to where... I f- a relation like, to where... Yeah. That's what I said before when we talked about you and music. Like, you... A lot of the music you like is based on a certain. time period or a memory. Mm-hmm. I have both. There are certain things that... Be- at times in my life, like when I was a young kid, miserable, pissed off in my life, and you hear a song, very simple, lyrics very simple, when I get mad and I get pissed, I sit down and write out a list yeah. of all you assholes that won't be missed. Like, when you're 11, 12-year-old kid, and this is what you're listening to, and you hear that, and you're pissed off at the world, yeah, Nirvana's cool, but deciphering Cobain's lyrics are good luck. You yeah. might as well find a treasure map and go find a fucking sunken ship. Oh, yeah. This is very straightforward to the point. No nonsense, no bullshit. You can tell that she's mad at something. You don't care what she's mad at. You just know that she's mad. So if you've ever had a fucking problem with somebody, something, you got a shit list. It's, mm-hmm. like you said, very, very... Fuck, Exodus has a great song called Blacklist. It's a phenomenal yes. song. It's super simple. You yeah. know, like... But it's a great fucking song. Um, there's nothing wrong with being simple. No. Nothing, you know, like... I wrote that down, actually. Nothing wrong with simple. Yeah, this is... Uh, now, is everything like this? No. They do have better hooks, better yeah, guitar yeah. work and stuff in some other songs, but... This is just a song that... This is how I found out about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read about them in magazines, but this is the first song I ever heard. Like, when I heard... Uh, when I watched Pet Cemetery 2, the first time, like, when I was a little kid, I remember hearing this song and just being like, like, that's awesome. You know, like, there's something about the guitar work, like, that opening... Like, there's a really eerie feel to it. So, I don't know. I, that's the thing about old music. It can bring you to, like, certain memories when you first mm-hmm. heard it. Like, um, uh, Slayer, Diabolus, and Musica is a fucking terrible album. Awesome. But I listened to it a lot around the time I, I took acid for like six weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, and boy. I heard that yeah. a lot. Yeah. And as if I listen to that now, like I'm instantly transported back to right in that six week period. That's just, you know, there's a lot of shit like that. You know, oh, yeah. Unpopular opinion. I like Pet Cemetery 2 better than the first. Fuck off. Uh, might not be far off from that. I gotta be honest. I love the first one. I will say the first one is good. The first one's good, but I think the second one is a better, more easily watchable movie. And again, I think it's also because I remember that one more when I was young. Like, that was one of the first movies I was probably, was that 91 when that came out, 92? Like, 90, it was like 92, 93, because that was uh, right around the time. That's right around the time Freddy's Dead came out. That's right around the time a bunch of that stuff 93, came out. 94, because... It was what? before 93, T2, Well, T2 came out... What are we talking about? The first Pepper Sam Terry? Second one. Second one second came out... Early, early 90s, 92, 93. Look it up. Yeah. Because I remember seeing that... I remember renting that movie with my mom when we lived in, a, in Warwick for the first time. I'm, I'm like going to say it's... Not, I'm going to say 94. Because it... Because what? 91, 92 is when T2 came out. Yeah. And he did it after that. Yeah. So, I remember... <clears throat> all I know is I remember seeing that movie... With my mom when I was a little kid, we rented it. We Damn, rented it. 92? Yeah, I was right. I Shit. Knew I knew it was 92. That movie, fucking. Damn. Uh, Freddy's Dead came out the same year, the same year or within that year. Um, we should get snap bracelets together. Young, oh, shit, son. I saw Wayne's World in the theater. I, I saw, saw Wayne's World in the, in the theater. I saw Wayne's World in the theater twice. Oh, you. Gotta always one up me, man. I saw Swing. it. I saw it in the real theater and then I went to Meadowbrook and I saw it in there. Yeah, get the net. <laughs> you careful, Wayne. You're gonna lose me. I lost you six months ago. <laughs> camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, good. Happy birthday, Mr. Mr. President. President. He says, Move his mouth on weird. 
Happy birthday to you. You dick. <laughs> so good. Uh, you I, love me when I'm in my fat Robbie Shankar, bloated on a couch. Whatever the fuck the rest of he says. That, that thing goes, it's such a good movie. I love that movie. Have you seen this boy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the random fucking Terminator 2 fucking reference. It's so good. Uh, uh, all right. I love you, man. I love you too, man. No, but I love you. Yeah, I know. I love you too. No, 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 no. But I love you. Okay, I love you too, man. Then he, then the guy's like, what the fuck does he say? He goes, just tell me, no, what do Just say thanks. Yeah, just say thanks. Yeah, that's what it is. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, so anyways, um, so I think the fucking, the music we came up today was pretty cool. I think we, I like the fact that we didn't go like, as literal as we could have or as what I thought we might go I'm glad we all kind of took a little bit more of a different turn yeah brought up some cool memories man that's for fucking goddamn sure uh I'm honestly <clears throat> again as much as it was fun the past few weeks boys I'm, I'm just more so happy than anything else we just listen to random music again yeah it just opens it's, your it's fucking just more fun yeah. yeah it is so we can segue from that you can imagine how I feel you must feel so much better. Oh my god! I actually saw you audibly, like you pop for both of my songs. I saw, I, your was, face, I saw your face pop up at me because I don't think you thought I was going to pick a Gravedigger. I song did, definitely sure. didn't uh, think Gravediggers. And then the second song, I was like, it instantly took me back to fucking where I first heard that song. I was like, oh shit! Yep. That's why. That's why I was. I was like, both. thumbs up. See, Gary, there's certain things where there's a reason why we're actually friends. I should give it a month or two and do an '80s one. Down. Down. We can redo the 90s thing again. Like, oh, that's yeah, the this, fucking fun. Yeah. Like, that's sick. what's nice about that vagueness. We can just go, yeah, 90s, because then I'll do, again, my, the more serious thing. The more, you know. Yeah. Then you can get into, like, the 80s thing where you forget that. I think you that. can do, like, the 2000s or the 2010s. Though, you could, because, yeah. you, you, well, you could do the 2000s, because even, like, I mean, rap's completely different from yeah, early yeah, 2000s yeah. to now. So yeah. is metal, really. Oh, yeah, way fucking different. A lot, a lot's changed in that short amount of time. Uh, but to uh, end the <clears throat> overall music discussion, we're about an hour and 25 minutes in. It's still, even though we segued off into a couple stories and kind of talked about some stuff, that still felt like it went so much further and overall was a lot more interesting to just talk about random stuff. Mm-hmm. So whoever listened to this, hopefully you're digging it because this is this is why we started the podcast. We've already said this a million times, but honest honesty, like that's the whole fun of it. That was why we got into this in the first place, uh, for why I did so the reason why we're segueing into something that we wanted to talk about is uh, this week we're uh, going to have another kind of music discussion, but this is just going to be just overall nerd talk kind of, but uh, hopefully people can jump in and make their own lists. I put up a thing on Facebook that I saw, uh, an article by Spin.com saying uh, that Imagine Dragons, the modern band that's out, is... Um, are they a band? Yes. yes. They are? They're considered a band, like okay. a rock band. <laughs> They're considered like an alternative band, like they, like Maroon Five is considered a band. It's the same thing. Like I don't hate their radio songs, but go ahead. Who? Imagine Dragons. I'm gonna get into that. Um, so that just blew my mind. That just blew my mind, also. But uh, here's the deal. So I am not a big fan of them. I don't get it. I'm not a big. I don't get most of the popular music that's out there today, in general. I just don't. I never. I don't think I ever will. I didn't mind that Radioactive song when that song came out. Yeah, but if catchy. you but if you had a daughter who. Didn't like. I do have a daughter. No, but if you didn't have a daughter who uh, didn't like migrate towards like more towards your music, like if she was like a at no- one point she didn't though. That's the thing. But if she was like say like 
When she was younger, she liked Miley Cyrus and fucking the Jonas Brothers. Well, if she would have kept with that, you probably would have been more onto this level of the band. No, you'd be surprised, because I loved, uh, what's uh, Paramore? I love Paramore's early stuff. I think they're fucking phenomenal. The first albums, the first two albums are great. We saw them live, and they were fucking amazing. The new stuff sucked. I, again, my level of variety of music is way more vast than I think you realize. I just am not into this. I'm not like that. The, again, radioactive, catchy song. I get it. The video is trippy as fuck. And the girl from the first True Detective thing, I think, is in that. The girl that shows her titties oh, that's fucking with Woody Harrelson. Big fuck. Oh, oh yeah. That girl's fucking Pretty sure hot. she's in that video, just so you guys know. And I'm pretty sure she's also the same girl that's in the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode with the two rich people hook up with Charlie and Dee. She's Charlie's love interest in that. All the same girl, guys. You're welcome. You can see her. Big old knockers. On uh, True Detective. Anyways, um, I had to finish up the new season of season uh, Sunny. I didn't finish it yet. It's very good, yeah. very very good. Um, so the whole article, long story short, if you actually read through it, it made a lot of good points. So the reason why they're trashing the band is because the same reason why I don't actually like them. They played on like a halftime show, or they played on some some football show not too long ago, like Thursday uh, Night Football. I think it was the they played the halftime of the college. Like basically, the that college, was recent. College. But then there was one earlier in this year. It was like Monday Night Football or something. Oh, right. They were doing like off-campus, like pre-taped bullshit. Episodes. Oh, then I think that's Monday Night Football. It was Monday Night Football. It was fucking terrible. The fucking I was gonna tell you the wrong. WWE Network. Huh? Um, they, they they clearly this kind of here's the issue with this kind of music. They can't reproduce it live because they're not a real band. They're they're like a studio band. They're not even a good one. That's the issue with music like this. The singer sucks. He's not that good. I, and I, he's good at what he does. So I don't want to sound like I'm totally bitter about it because I don't hate it. But there's a couple, like the radioactive song is good. One or two of the songs are okay, and then the rest of it, it's just pop music. It's yeah. not. A, it's not rock and roll. It's not. You know. Um, That's why I asked if they're even a band. Like technically, they are. They're considered a band. Yeah. There's, there's a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, and a singer. So they're classified as a band. It's just not my thing. I guess is what I'm coming down to. I don't hate it. Yeah. I, you know, I know it sounds like I do, but. But I get why that made an overhyped thing because they are becoming really famous right now. Oh yeah, for whatever they do. So I threw that up. You guys kind of talked about it a little bit. It got a bunch of other people chiming in. Joe Magno actually worked with them over the summer. He said they fucking sucked live. He said that they were terrible to work with too. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh, that's on tonight too. I can't wait to watch the McGinnis story. Yeah, his documentary was actually pretty good too because uh, when he he did like a retirement tour. And he put on WCW the fucking first Super Bowl, the one where Oz came out and all that shit. I was I watched the review on that the other day and I heard that there's some really good matches on it. There's a flare sting match maybe? Or so there's some match on it that's supposed to be really good. It's ninety one maybe. And that's when Diamond Stud made his debut and probably not to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because this isn't making yeah, noises. You can hear the... Oh yeah, you gotta do it by the sound box. Um, so let's make an announcement here so here's what we do so here's what we did so we made a top five overhyped bands list from our opinion I think here's the deal with that though I ended up redoing my list today once I decided to actually really look up what overhyped is because I had a bunch of over um, I did I didn't do overhyped I did Overrated? Uh, overrated. Yeah, which is still okay. So if you did overrated, that's fine. They're kissing cousins. Yeah, they are. I, I changed my list and Ain't there's no gonna be a lot kissing of, your cousin. This is gonna end. Nothing, nothing says love and like fucking. No, there's man. not. There's nothing wrong with kissing Gary's cousin, I tell you that. Run, run, run. Um I'm sure there's an inside joke here somewhere. Uh, Hi Ray. You ain't getting one. 
Almost two cousins. I have... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways... Steve's so, working his way through my family. Overhyped uh, bands list. Uh, again, we can. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of honorable mentions and discussions about this. But when you say overhyped, too, like, like I told you before, you can make a case literally for any band. No, I agree. This is well, just in what's your, your What's your overhyped definition as opposed to over... Whatever they are, overhyped. So overrated, overrated for me, my number one band was Disturbed. I hate them. I don't like them at all. I never got it. I don't like a single song. I've never understood why they're popular. I can't stand David Draymond's voice. But doesn't that also fit in overhyped? No, because they're, they're, also they're not still... They were hyped at one point, but they were, that was more popular and overrated. Like, Hence, I also took off Five Freaking Death Punch from my thing, because they're overrated. They're not overhyped. So when I think they're not an overhyped hyped band, because most people hate them. That's the thing. Like, if you look at true metal fans, if you look at like the message boards, people don't like them. But they people still the get Midwest hype. Like, like, yeah, but it's not the same. Treated so, like this big band still. So, like for instance, when you look at if you look up overhyped top overhyped ba- bands on Google and all the lists, you want me to it's, it's give like you a definition Led, of what actually overhyped bands like old, like Led Zeppelin or Nirvana's on there or the Sex Pistols are on there. Bands like that that get hype for like being a pioneer when they're not as good as what they they don't live up to what the what they were at the time maybe. Um, now that we all know that Led Zeppelin stole a bunch of songs, they've fallen down in a lot of people's opinions. Um, or again, the Sex Pistols. If you actually look into the the backstory of that band, overhyped, were... publicized, or promoted excessively. Right. So that's why that's the way I look at it. And again, one they go hand in hand, so either one is okay. Yeah. But I, I think Five Finger Death Punch show was overhyped. I, mean, I agree. You know, they were definitely like promoted, like out of the waters, like fucking blown up, like there was something special. I agree, but when you yeah. see what I replaced them with, I think you'll yeah. get where my mind went. Once I, I read, I probably should have never looked it up. Well, Five Finger Death Punch to to you guys, like you guys like like the really I hard people, stuff. I hear people tell me like, oh. you like yeah, but you guys like the yeah. really like you guys would. Here's the deal: when you walk into a gym and you have a fucking buddy that, or you have somebody that's into that you become friendly with, right? And they see you with tattoos and... Uh, and they say, oh, a guy who likes metal. How, right. Do you like Five Finger Death You got punch? it. You, you got, got it. Fuck off. You got it. I've had that happen to me a hundred times, too. Because like, be- before them, it was... The oh, dude, you here. must really love Metallica. I love fucking I'm Disturbed. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. God, you don't like Godsmack? What do you mean? Oh, you don't like Slipknot? That was the other yeah, one. Yeah. But anyway, so that's why, that's why we say that. And the reason why I, I decided to kind of switch it is because I've already beat up the fact... We've beaten up... Five Finger Death Punch. We don't need to keep on beating them yeah, up. Yeah. That's not the point. We're not trying to bash them. I have a little. Con- I, I have some that'll be controversial. I think. Well, right there. That's what I want. That's what I want out of the. Over- so you doing overhyped? Are you doing over overrated? It's one of the same. They kind of go hand in hand. And we can me. discuss that, depending on, like time or reference. That it could go either way. Because okay. I got I got six. I could probably name. Put it this a way. More. We should do them five through one. We should each say what oh. they are and discuss them. And try to kind of keep it brief. You mean like all of them or just go so like like one by I one? Don't I'll know. say mine. You I, guys, if you all agree. All five or just one? No, I'll say my number okay, five. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know. You guys if, say what you see, think. See, you put okay. so much thought into it. I don't know if I can give you a one to five. Like, I think I will give you one of You have five bands? Like, yeah, but That's I, all that matters. It doesn't have to be in order. No. Okay. Do you have, do you have yeah. five bands? Yeah, I at least five bands. But I didn't put them in order either. All right. So you have five bands? Yeah. I'll give you a band. Okay. You guys tell me whether you understand the hype or not. Yeah, yeah. If you have a question on why I feel it is, that's fine. If you want to even discuss it a little bit, that's fine too. But Big try to Daddy Dink. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Is that the Freebirds? Yeah. It is, huh? Holy I shit. I thought it was Eddie Gilbert for a minute, but it's PSAs. Um, all right. So, uh, for instance, here's 
I kind of some of these bands were on my list already, but they were lower. Some of these bands made it today. So one of the bands that made it today, which is a band I've always wanted to say this about, in my opinion, might be overrated to some people, but to me, overhyped is the Grateful Dead. I don't get it. I don't think they're as good as everybody gives them credit for. I think it's more their fans that just decided to become lazy and like treat sandwiches in a fucking parking lot. See also fish. I was gonna put them, but I figured might as well start with the original and go that way. I don't like fish either. I don't like anything like that. That jam band shit doesn't do anything for me. Um, I'm not into hippies. I don't like fake hippies now, which are even worse. I like Uh, some of their music. I'm not saying I don't like some of their music. That's not see. That's the thing. I I want to distinguish that right now. I'm not. These aren't bands that I hate. They had, that cool, that they had that cool video in the 80s when they were all skeletons. Oh, I was talking about Fish. Like, oh, oh, I don't like them at all. There's Dude, not a single Fish song. Fucking, I made the mistake once. My brother had tickets to Fish like in 2010 and they were playing the Tweeter Center or whatever you want to call it, the, Comca- the Xfinity Center. It was like, he didn't want to go along so I went with them. And we fucking went and oh my God, it's like the smelliest fucking crowd that you'll ever, because nobody wore deodorant. And like, there's a lot of people walking around barefoot like, Everybody's fucking tripping on ass, tripping, and it's like they just have this song. And I used to work with a kid who was heavy into fish, and like I would bust his balls about it. They had a song called Possum, and the lyrics are just like Possum, 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 and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not gonna say like they play so blown fan, but like there is some of their stuff in their catalog that I'll nitpick through. They go on, they went also like weed. They went on like they went on like six. There's nothing ago. wrong with that. The band I'm went on. In 2019. Now I think there's a lot of people that like. I know. I'm just <laughs> the band went on at six o'clock. Okay, they played like two and a half hours. They stop for like a half hour, and then they come back and they play a whole nother set. They Suck play dick. so and, and like and then the Shave first this guy's chest. The, Jesus Christ! And the first set that they did, they they played like four songs. Their songs are like fucking 35 minutes so, a, a piece. I hate fish. I don't understand fish. Thank you. I'm right there. I hate them too. Like so, Grateful Dead, like, I don't know. They were such a Tollgate band. Everybody in our fucking high school loved fish. It was either that or you like metal. And I used to argue so oh, that's much. such a Tollgate thing. Like, you're I'm not going to call you out and say, oh, really you're, you're an asshole for liking that band. But I just, I, I, I don't will. get, I don't yeah, get. Yeah, I'll say it for you. If you wear Birkenstocks and like fish, you're a fucking loser. Damn. You fucking Anyway, bleed. this is about Grateful Dead. It is. So, I think they're overhyped again. I like a couple of their songs too, man. I'm not saying I don't like their songs. Agree, I don't get it. Uh, Cherry Garcia is my favorite ice cream by Ben and Jerry's. You're welcome. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I just think they're overhyped. I, I you know never understand it. You know what's funny? My favorite Ben and Jerry's when I ate ice cream, fish food. Yuck, gross. <laughs> I yeah. love the little Honestly, chocolate fish. You know, my real favorite is peanut butter cup. This dude, peanut that butter is, that's where it's at right there. That that's and I used to, oh, I used it's to fuck so with caramel sutra. It's not bad either. Um, but this, hopefully that explains kind of where I was going with it, and then my other bands are in there too. But um, whoever wants to go next, Gary. Okay, let's see. I did over. I guess it really doesn't matter. Uh, Led Zeppelin. I hate Led Zeppelin. Don't like them. Don't understand them. I can see why people like them. See the thing. There's a bunch of songs on here that are all in the same era, and a lot of bands are gonna get credit. Because they were at the start of something. So I, I think no matter how like good they are or bad they are, because they were there at the beginning, like they get credit. So like Led Zeppelin, like, oh, you know, starts of like the uh, uh, rock and roll. Like them, and fuck, I don't give a shit. Rolling Stones, like bands like that. The Rolling Stones were on my list before I... Before they're, I yeah, they're on my... Like, I, I, I don't get them. And, Me either. 
And it's like, it also too... There's good songs in every catalog, but I've never understood the hype. Why do you pay $400 to go see a fucking bunch of seven-year-old yeah. dudes running around on the stage? I don't I, get it. I just, I don't understand, like... Zeppelin I get more than most. And what's funny too is I'm a huge Doors fan, but Doors are a big band that a lot of that come up on this list too. I, a lot hate, of I hate the Doors. I don't. I don't understand it. Like maybe like you had to like be there when yeah. they broke. So like I'm sure like if somebody in their fifties, Steve, you're included, hears a song, <laughs> and like the music nowadays, like they're probably saying, "Well, your your music's terrible," but like I'm saying the same thing about their music. Like I I. I don't find any Led Zeppelin song enjoyable at all. I can't. Like, Stay Away to Heaven. You know how many times I've had to go to a fucking dance and dance to the goddamn Stay Away, Stay Away to Heaven at the as the last fucking song that we all danced how to? How fucking old are you? Goddamn, dude. Right? Holy shit. I never heard Stay Away to Fucking Heaven at any dance. Really? No. Oh, my God. Fucking, you know how many Vets dances I went to? Yikes, man. We're fucking, and that's the song that we had to dance to last? Would you fucking take a hot tub time machine? Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I did, and guess what? I'm in the fucking. I'm the lead singer of Motley Crue. I like Led Zeppelin. The problem is, HJY, which is a local it. radio yeah. station here, they just kill killed them dead. Them they AC, killed ACDC AC, yep. dead. You can put them on this fucking list too. Yep. Uh, just I love Pink Floyd, dead. but I hardly ever listen to Dark Side of the Moon because yeah, it's dead. fucking destroyed. Yep. Yep. Agree. Pink Floyd's another one that ends up on a lot of these lists. Is overhyped. I hate Led Zeppelin. I don't think they've done anything good. I don't get the hype. And it's like, they're, they're another band too. Before they could, because there's another band on hand, and you've actually mentioned them before, like in your little list. Like, they burnt out before they could like implode. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. their drummer died, so they just stopped. You know what I mean? So, we've never, we would have never got to see like how that band would have ended. Like, they probably all would have like went their separate ways. Same thing with Nirvana. Like, you, we don't know how Nirvana would have ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we don't know if Kurt would have eventually just said, fuck it, I don't want to do music. Realistically. Or he, would yeah. he have conformed and made the music that say, like, imagine if Kurt was alive and he's in Foo Fighters. No, nah, okay. he wouldn't. That never would have happened. Foo Fighters never would have happened, though. I, I think Dave Grohl would have always become a musician on his own, but I don't know if they would have taken off the way they did. Nirvana also wouldn't be thought of the way they are if he didn't die. Oh, I agree. He's he's so they a lot of their popularity be, is because of what happened to him. Yeah. Um, he was kind of an enigma, and that's why they were so big. If if you really do a lot of research on him, a lot of the documentaries talk about it. He didn't really want to become a rock star. Yeah. He just he was all about be, making like making money. That's for sure. Like he was really big into that. He didn't want to be poor. Like he grew up super poor, and that always scared him. But like a lot of people say he was done. A lot of people say he would like he yeah, but there was, was done with Nirvana. There was that one song that I think was it for that uh, shitty best of that they released years ago. Yeah, that's was one of the best songs they ever wrote. There was Stabby? that one, no. There was that one song, but yeah. it was like he, I, you know you're right. Yeah, yeah, but it was like a different type of like music. That's that way different. Yeah, it was like he was gonna go into a different direction. Yeah, it was. So who knows? How a the he, Nirvana crowd would have accepted that in 93, right. 94, he, 95. He was going to start going that way. I mean, even in utero, if you listen to utero from fucking anything they did before that, like I get Nevermind is one thing, but in utero to me is still my favorite album. That's the it's one with, way different, with that, the angel on it. Yeah, yeah, the one where he writes a song about That's, fucking Courtney's uh, cunt. By the way, Smells Like Teen Spirit is just a stolen Bathory riff. I don't know if he stole it from Bathory because he probably never heard it, but it's the same fucking riff. You'd be surprised. He was into more of that stuff than I think. Don't be spe- speaking ill will of Kurt Cobain at this table. Also, overhyped and overrated. Kurt Cobain? Yeah. Damn, man. A lot of people think that. 
I get it. See, that's the other thing. Even though they're one of my, they, them and Pantera are my two favorite bands, I get it. Like, I understand why people think that way. Um, and Courtney Love had him killed. That's, I totally agree. Yes. Ray, go ahead. Sue uh, me! To follow up with Gary's Led Zeppelin, I'm going to say Greta Van Fleet is overhyped. Yes. Very recent example, but yes. I've never heard a single song. Oh, you've heard Led Zeppelin, you've heard a single song. Well, yeah. I've heard that. I know I know of who these people are. Yeah. I've never heard a single song because... I haven't been, either. Yeah. I haven't either, but I mean... There's a wave of those bands, though. Like, Wolf Mother was kind of like... But well, yes, no, good, they though. sound exactly like they do, Led right? Zeppelin. Yeah. They yeah. basically... And they kind of deny it, don't they? Who'd you say for a band? Greta, Greta Van, Van Fleet. Fleet. They came out last year. I, I can see everybody saying that they're the new... They're like the new wave of like what rock is, is going to go It's sad that like Robert Plant is like in the crowd like liking on like what he's actually seeing oh, really? being like plagiarized right in front of his eyes. It's like, come on. Because he's just happy that somebody's doing that music so yeah. he doesn't have to do it. Because everybody wants him to do the Led Zeppelin reunion and he won't do it. Like there's been crazy amounts of money that like, I think it was like $20 million dollars. He was offered to do the, the to do a tour, and he said no. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. I don't mind when a band just totally rips off a band, as long as that band isn't around anymore, like Led Zeppelin. Because there's lots of metal bands I listen to that are current, that are basically like Midnight. I love Midnight. They're just Venom. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. So I don't mind it because they're it's. It's a every, band that isn't around anymore, and if they are around, they don't sound like they used almost to. Almost every hardcore band ever sounds like every other hardcore band ever, and I still right. love every one of them. Right. <laughs> like, I don't mind if there's a band paying homage like yeah. that, as long as that band isn't around anymore. You put on Hatebreed, old Hatebreed, Madball, Terror, fucking whatever. You name, like, they're all 100 Demons, like, they all sound the same, but yeah. I love every fucking ounce of it. Yeah. I mean, you could argue stuff like, Witchcraft sounds like Led Zeppelin. They don't sound like Led Zeppelin like Greta Van Fleet does, yeah. but I know you like witchcraft, and they kind of sound like Led Zeppelin, too. Well, look, there's nothing wrong with taking an influence that sounded like the same genre. I'm right. okay with that. I'm even okay with, like, the, I like Wolfmother. Yeah. And they kind of have that, that that thing going for them. Yeah. You know, but, like, there are, and there's a couple of the bands like that. Like, The Sword kind of does that. I don't mind. Well, Wolfmother, The Sword, a lot of those earlier kind of bands bringing the retro sound back. How really many bands of, sound like Black Sabbath that are yeah. doing doom metal now? Jesus Christ. Every I mean, one of them. There's a fucking million of but them. There's, but it's okay. Right. How many bands, when we were going through our breakdown, like, nerds, and going, oh, that sounds like a Sabbath riff. Like, but oh, yeah. We I all mean, everything is a Sabbath riff. Yeah, which I'm okay with. You yeah. know, like, but there's a difference. There's a, and from what I've heard, because they're fucking clear as they hipster band, because those are the people that like it. Like that band would have been a ninety-five-five if they were still around. Kind yeah, of yeah. The issue I have with it, and I have never heard a single song. Legitimately, I have no idea. Is I heard an interview one time somebody saying because uh, I, I still read a lot of stuff. Somebody they, they said something like how they don't understand. They try to deny that they sound like them. <laughs> they try to like they stand by it. Yeah. Like that's the shit that pisses yeah, me off. I mean, if that's true, then yeah, that's something else. But I can't imagine how they don't think they. I mean, I've heard snippets and they sound like the way the guy has his like mannerisms on stage. It does the same shit. It's like the way they dress and everything. It's oh, I know they dress like that seventies bell bottoms and fucking all that shit. Ooh, that was nice. All right, Um, my number five overhyped is Megadeth. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I get that completely. Um, I hate Megadeth. That is a very overhyped band. I can't stand his vocals. He's a great guitar player. Good, good songwriting. Just to me, not one of those seminal thrash bands. I'm the the songs I like. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate Megadeth. They came out 
with like kind of like a comeback album a few years ago called Endgame, which was actually good. They made a bunch of shit since, but uh, generally, just Dave Mustaine blows. And if he had a little bit less of an ego and got a different vocalist, I'd probably tolerate them. But to me, being like one of those historical great metal bands, just not not even close. I like a lot of their riffs and stuff. Yeah, and I think they have a couple really good songs. You know, like. They're, they're one of those bands that do have a couple really iconic songs. Yeah, for sure. You know, like Holy Wars and shit like that. But I agree with you. I think, like, I my my one thing that's always gotten with him is, what's that fucking song? Hello, me. me. He's the real me. Sweating yeah. bullets. Oh, I fucking, dude. Yeah, sweating bullets. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that song at all. <laughs> then you have Symphony of Destruction, which is one of the fucking most iconic metal songs I think the time. reason why you hate that song so much is because the intro, it, like, leads up to something like it's going to be, like, <laughs> so incredible. <laughs> And then, like, once it gets to, like, hello, me. Yeah, it's I like, think that's a big part of it. Oh, no. <laughs> that, and that, to me, is super 90s also. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, God. It's so ridiculous. It's, uh, it's yeah. Lars's fault that Megadeth even exists. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Uh, so, hey, so that was the first round. And all of them, I, from what I gather, is are... This is weird. We're doing it right. Yeah. And we all pretty much agree, I think, too. Nobody's really dis- disagreed so far. I don't mind Lars. My number four... Uh, most overhyped band ever is Rush. I don't get it. I never will. This is a band. Not only are they overhyped to me, they're overrated, and I also dislike them. So all three check marks. I don't like a single fucking Rush song. I can't fucking stand. Today, Tom Sawyer, main main round. I just don't get it. I'm not enough of a fucking drum nerd. I'm to a get fan of Rush. Hurt. Tom Sawyer is probably one of my least favorite songs. I like that more in depth. God bless you know, I fucking hate Maniac it. Mike's theme song for years. Can't fucking stand Rush. Uh, I don't know if I'm a, outside of Ray. I knew he likes him, so I, I knew that I was gonna get. The I only know there. their radio stuff, and I don't hate the radio stuff. But I know, like Ray said, a lot of the album stuff is like twenty minute songs. And yeah, and shit like that. I keep doing that. Yeah, and I, I don't mind that, but I I don't know anything other than radio stuff. Yeah, them. See, yeah. That's another band that I think maybe I would have liked them a little bit more. Is that Bobby? No, it's Ricky Martin. Yeah, I knew it was one of the two. Um, oh yeah, this is when they broke up and he does his own thing. Is that his actual hair? Yes. yes. He actually still has still that, has that yeah. very same hair. <laughs> and he is still wrestling today. Yeah, the yes. Rock and Roll Express broke up right here. He's fucking, like 70. Wow. He's probably wearing that exa- exact wow. same outfit. But one of the best wow. tag teams of all time. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. I he's one of the best baby face, like, when he was getting his ass whipped, he was like the best. Ray, do you know what his moniker is? What his, like, nickname is? No. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. That's not beautiful. Bobby. I know. I just want to fuck with it. I oh. just want to see if you're still paying attention. I like fucking. I like throwing curveballs once in a while because you know I've been off my game a little bit lately. Anyways, uh, so um, yeah, I don't know. if I'm not gonna go super in depth there. Like I've already talked about how I don't like Rush before, but yeah, they're overhyped to me. I just in the, in the in the music nerd world, they're like put on this pedestal. Oh nice, Daniel Smiley. Waylon um, Mercy. I just uh, I don't know. if... I think we, that was we don't really have much else to say on that. No. Good, Gary. Sex Pistols. <laughs> I fucking they're the most like. I probably shouldn't have gone so crazy explaining my, the overhyped thing, but every one of them so far you've picked like out. they've one album. They've yeah. like one album. They're glorified boy band, from what I read. I read a bunch of shit about them today. One album and they kicked out their original bass player to fucking bring in Sid Vicious, who couldn't play bass, and they used to turn his bass. Off if Sid Vicious life. did not fucking die the way he died, and if he didn't fucking potentially kill fucking Nancy, like nobody would give a shit about them. I don't give a shit. I, don't, I oh my god, like 
one Real album, looks. and they got like two songs. Anybody can have a fucking look. They're the first pop punk band. Like punk was already a thing when they came around. Yeah, but but then again, that goes to what I'm saying. Like, if you're at the beginning and the start of something, you're looked at with like these glorified eyes, where yeah. like you're like you're put up on that pedestal, even though you don't even belong in the fucking same room as that fucking. Right, pedestal. but people who like real punk don't like the Sex Pistols. Yeah, but th- that's. I know, that's what goes with what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with fucking Five Finger Death Punch. Like, real metalheads who, like, will sit down and be like, oh, that fucking riff that Dave Mustaine had, like, fucking awesome. Oh, can you believe that fucking, you know, that drum and that lock? Like, no, people nowadays just want to listen to music and just, like, veg out. That's why I think Five Finger Death Punch is perfect for, like, the non, like, metalhead who just wants to listen to HJY and be like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, those fucking people who are doing, like, 9 to 5 coming home and they want to go to fucking Xfinity Center to watch a fucking a concert. That's why Five Figure Nut Punches is, is is awesome for them. Yeah. You guys would rather drive all the way up to fucking Boston and go see a fucking fucking <laughs> fucking metal band that like five other people are going to be in the crowd. Like yeah. that's your thing. Yeah. But I don't understand the Sex Pistols. From what I've read, all of them are fucking douchebags, especially fucking Johnny Rotten. Yeah. And I feel like they wouldn't even be where they are if. Sid Vicious wasn't who he was. No, you're right. And they're, they're basically just a gimmick. Oh, God. Um, right, what do you got? Alright, a band that I know nothing about, but I know that they're, like, huge and they play concerts with people they shouldn't be. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Coldplay. I, they, were on, they were on my list for a second. Yeah. I agree. Uh, hold on, let me just... I'm just gonna go up behind you. Like How this. are you gonna put Coldplay when they influenced Thrice? <laughs> oh boy I don't even know enough about Coldplay to say I couldn't even tell you a fucking a song I know enough songs I'm not a fan yeah I don't get it I don't get the hype I don't yeah. think they're anywhere I think they're like this era's U2 yeah mm-hmm. that's actually a good uh, that's a good uh... which I hate fucking U2 also they were also on my list at one yes. point yeah but do you do you hate U2 none of it I don't like any of it you don't like anything? Mm-hmm. Like, even early fucking U2? There's a song or two of a Joshua Tree, but here's the problem. The good stuff got overplayed on HGY for me. Right. Literally, any any band we're going to say that's overhyped from that era, like, they in, before HGY, there was also 103.7 WRX. Remember back then? That was classic rock. My dad listened to one or the other. Yeah. And if it wasn't Led Zeppelin, it was fucking ACDC, and if it wasn't ACDC, it was fucking George Thurgood, and if it wasn't George Thurgood, like... It was the same, and it still is. Like, yeah. HJY is still like that, dude. Still the same. It's still ACDC and Led Zeppelin. That's like the and king Godsmack of the station. And that's and Godsmack. Oh, you know, I heard fucking White Zombie the other day on HJY. Blue Mar- I was like, what the fuck? I haven't he listened to, like, the actual ago. radio in fucking years. Terrestrial radio is fucking garbage. Uh, when I'm driving, it's it's always uh, sports radio. Me too. If I have radio on, that's it. Even fucking XM is tough, man. Because that's a lot of the same bullshit, too. You'll hear two or three really cool songs, and then like one, one or fucking one to four shit songs, and you're like, all right, yeah. you know, out of the stations that you like. Well, it drives me crazy, like when I'm uh, listening to sports radio, and then the Bruins are on. I hate hockey, so the the Bruins are on for some reason. They're on both of the fucking local sports radio sh- shows at the same time. So I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! So then there's no getting away from it. Yeah, so then I'm either listening to fucking a CD. Which I, you know, I'll have or fucking anything on HJY. It's nine times. I picked up one of those little Bluetooth 
Bluetooth transmitters a couple weeks ago. You should invest in one of those for fucking ten bucks. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. My bro- I got. My I mean, the Bluetooth. sound isn't great because you get like a little bit of the because you're on a static station basically, so you get a little bit of that coming through. But it's better than listening to the fucking radio for sure. Is that the Z Man. That yep. is Tom that is Zink. Green Tom Zink. How come he's like purple? Dude know. on the left kind of reminds me of the dude from Grandma's. It almost car. looks like he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a. It's like he's got an elastic wrapped around his 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 body and mm-hmm. like it's cutting off the circulation. Yeah. yeah. And he's got tassels around. His he's biceps. the only one not wearing a bow tie. And I will plow Missy Hyatt, even now. Ugh. That's a rough statement. Oof. And by plow, I mean with my wiener. Okay. So I just wanted to... Don't have a cow, man. Whoa! What are you fucking Nobody better lay a hand on my butterfinger. Uh. Come on, Lee. Um, so next up, overhyped testament. Okay. Just real, uh, again, thought of kind of like Megadeth, probably to a little bit of a lesser extent as... Huh. Is that your after podcast joint or your pre pre podcast? This after is my pre after podcast joint. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Um, but God forbid we pull out that train whistle. <laughs> Testament also thought of along the lines of Megadeth as kind of like a pioneer of thrash. Yeah, because they're, like, they're a part of the second big four. Like uh, yeah, yeah. So who was in the big four then? Because when they did the concerts, weren't Testament part of it? Wasn't it? It's Slayer. I think so. Metallica. Slayer Metallica. Megadeth. No, I don't think it was Megadeth. Megadeth, that's the first, yeah. I thought, yeah, but wasn't Testament on one of them? I'm pretty sure they were. I think Testament opened up. No, they looked at, maybe they were at one point. I'll look it up. The big big four is Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth. They're like the pioneer first four. Yeah. And then from there, now it's Anthrax and Testament tour together all the time. Yeah. They did like three back-to-back tours together. And then um, oh, after yeah, that, it, sure, right? Yeah, yeah that's why you, you're thinking that because Anthrax and Testament tour constantly. Um, then the second set, like if there was a second set of them, a lot of people put Testament Overkill, um, Testament Exodus. Overkill Exodus, Cre- fucking, Creator. Yeah, Creator yeah. It, it would probably be the fourth one. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I think yeah, somebody they did an interview with what Chucky, what's his name, Chucky D, Chucky B. Chuck Billy? Chuck Billy. Chuck Billy, yeah. Chuck Billy, and they asked him about not being on the Big Four. Yeah, and then he true. says, we'll make the new Big Four. Us, Exodus, Creator, and Overkill. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, yeah, were you going to play the Palladium? No, those are all big bands. Over in Europe, they are. Yeah, but they I'm were, saying... They were big here, too. Okay, the They're Big Four big. come, they play fucking mm-hmm. New York fucking oh, stadium. Oh, they'll play fucking Madison Square. The, reason why those band, listen, the, the only reason why those bands play that is because of Metallica. You kick Metallica off that show and yeah, those yeah. Band, none of those bands can sell no. the Palladium. Like, it just is what it is. Right. Slayer, well, no, sorry. Slayer can now. Slayer's back to that level. Yeah, I don't know. Brother, I saw him almost sell out the fucking Mohegan Sun Arena. Yeah, because they're with like, the It's My Mohegan's, Last Tour. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They were. I'm telling you, man, they had a resurgence. They went from fucking playing Lupos in the early 2000s. Yeah, but... Back to, I'm telling you, dude. Three years ago, they were playing Xfinity Center. So they, they went already from, are again. Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing the Xfinity Center. Yes, now. But, but, they, how, but they deserve it. Like, they made the fucking Rockstar Energy Tour. They made yeah. all this, like... It's weird, because they haven't made a good album in 30 years. I don't know, man. I don't hate... I don't hate fucking God Hates the Saw. I think there's a couple really good songs on it. I think Coral Pain and Blood was pretty solid for what it is. Is Look, again, here's the issue. There's There's... Pre Diablos and Musica, which everything pre is phenomenal. Then there's 
it's like anything post is just whatever is okay is okay. To me, anything past fucking uh, whatever the third album is is oh, season of the abyss. Yeah, anything past that to me is garbage. See, I I, I like uh, not the, even seasons of the abyss because that's the fourth album. That's the fourth album. Yeah. Oh, you South of Heaven. South of Heaven's yeah. fucking phenomenal. That's one of the best albums ever written. I like that. That might be my favorite album. But anything past that, my I see. I like Divine Intervention. I think that's a good album. I think that's a very good album. Ditto had such a good song. There's a bunch of songs in there that are great. But that's when they got a little more like they kind of got more punky at one point. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, Tommy Rick. Testament. So the thing with Testament for me is like I like their newer albums a lot. I don't know. I like their newer albums better than the old. It's just real like. It's real generic thrash. That's what I thought. I don't know any of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I really don't. I know they did a ballad that really fucking... That's what really, like, tore him up. I've never heard when Chuck Billy wasn't in the band. I, I don't know what they sounded like yeah. about him. I've only really ever heard since they did the resurgence in, like, the early 2000s, like, mid-2000s. Which I like all that stuff. I'm seeing them live. I think, like, I like them live. I think they were really good. We yeah. we were at the same show. Ray seems... Were you more at Team Anthrax in that show? Nasba. I like. I thought Testament was better. I'm not. I've never seen Anthrax. That's a show that Death that. Angel opened up from, right? Yeah, I've yeah. never been the biggest Anthrax guy. I've seen him twice now, and I get it. But like, I'm just. I like a couple of their songs. Conamash is cool. I like uh, that my my favorite album. Then fucking, I'm not a big fan of Joey Belladonna. I think his voice is too high pitched. Um, I I like what they do, but like, I'm more of a fuck. What's the other guy? John fucking John Bush. Bush. Yeah, John Bush. I think that era is better personally. That's just. This is, what's the attack of the Super Eight Order? That's a fucking, that's a good album. Oh no, what's was it the White Noise or? Yeah. Like, yes. Sound of White Noise. Sound of White Noise. That's a fucking good album. That's really good, for me anyways. That's I think Dime wrote half that album or something. There's a couple albums that he was a big part of. Um, and now fun fact with them, they're touring lead guitarist is the dude from Johnny Rock and Roll from fucking uh, Shadows Fall. Anthrax or Testament. Anthrax. Johnny Denias. Uh, Testament is Alex Skolnick still and I, I don't remember who the other guy is um, my number three band is Rage Against the Machine I think they're overhyped I like the first album I respect the first album everything after that sounds exactly the same love the first album everything else sucks I agree I've I never just, heard anything else besides the first album I like I like Bulls on Parade yeah. and I like a song or two yeah. after that you got it there's a song or two here and there Bulls on Parade is good uh, and then what's the other big song from that People of the Sun. Yeah, People of the Sun. Yeah. I don't mind that song. Yeah. But the rest of that album is fucking boring. It's flat. Yeah. I Terrible. think the third Fuck album sucks. That's the first album. Yeah, first I like that album. one. Turn on the radio. That, that, that Turn on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Then I, mean, the, I love the whole first album. Don't they cover a fucking Cypher Still song or something? Uh, How I Could Just Kill a Man? Yeah. That song's yeah, not yeah. bad. Yeah. But like, albums wise, they don't. They <laughs> never wrote another good album, so no. I don't understand. I, and I, like, I don't remember them from '94. I don't remember. I like, I got into them in like '98 with uh, what are the Evil Empire. Yeah. Um. But so like going back and listening to the first album, I you can put the first album on at the gym, dude, and like you get pissed. Like yeah. it makes you want to fucking tear up shit. And their song on the Crow soundtrack is one of my favorite songs ever. And it doesn't sound like that is a good song. song. It's so fucking good. It's all about like slavery and shit. Yeah, that's a a great fucking soundtrack. That's one of the. That's one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, it's that and Demon Knight are my two top. uh, It's like one A, one B, but I just like when they came. Whenever they do comeback tours and shit, people go fucking ape shit for them. 
And I, I just don't get it. I didn't really get it in the 90s. I don't... Who? Same thing with fucking the, they don't the do public enemy. Yeah, they, do. they've done a bunch. Fucking Dana White was at one of them one time, and he took, yeah. like, a vlog while he was in the pit. What? Same thing with that whole mishmash of Public Enemy and Rage Against the Machine getting together. Like, fucking terrible music. I heard that was awful. Oh, People love it, though. Like, like, I don't get it. I, I, Not for nothing, man, I chalked them up with almost like the fish crowd. Like, it's almost like the, the people who like... Yeah. Because it's all politically driven nonsense. True. I don't I like... From what I've heard, Zach by himself is really good. Like, he, he does a couple tracks with uh, Run the Jewels, and I think those are pretty cool tracks. I'm not... Run the Jewels is another band, like, rap group I don't really... I don't really get yeah. yet. I know a lot of people that. love them. I know they're a big like college kid thing right now. But the couple songs that Zach is Zach are on, it's they're pretty good. I don't know if you've heard them or not, but no. Like he's one. I'm surprised he never really did anything with him, unless he did, and I don't know it. But like, I don't think he did. For what? I, did Zach De La Roca, whatever the fuck his name is, did he ever just do hip hop albums by himself? Because that's what he should have done. He would. I think he would have been better off once they broke up. Like. Dude, they, like, they broke up, and then he was supposed to be doing that fucking solo album. That and that is, never happened, right? It, yeah, he's been... I don't know, maybe he's still doing the fucking Axl Rose, like, Chinese democracy thing, where it's taken him fucking 25 years to make, but, yeah, I don't think it's ever come out. No. And it, what was the fucking audio slave? I never really got into that either. No. Nope. I just... I don't know. I, I'm not... I remember when the fucking the bass player was a douche at like the MTV Awards and he like ran on stage and fucking. Oh yeah, he climbed the fucking thing. Yeah, fucking loser. I just because he didn't know. win the award. I he, he, he was Kanye before Kanye was cool, you know, like stealing that shit from Taylor Swift. Um, I don't know. Oh, Mark Mara, I think this is his. Uh, uh, that's Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad. I'm sorry. I think this is his like debut. Oh my god, he is not the confetti shooter. He really does look just like fucking yeah, Richard. Richard. Holy shit. <laughs> That's fucking insane, dude. I like Little Richard, uh, fun fact. Like, I just like him. Remember when he was on fucking uh, Full House? Yep. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, so, Richard's Machine. That, to me, is, like, one of the epitome bands of overhyped. I just, I never got it. I, again, first album, everything that you like. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, let's see. Nickelback. <laughs> well, I mean, mic drop. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say? I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. It goes. It goes to what you guys all said. It, it's a product. Nickelback is a product of what your local music station can do to hammer a band into your what. If Nickelback was just your come of the mill like regular fucking band and they maybe played them maybe once a day, maybe I wouldn't care for them. Like maybe I wouldn't like them, but I, I certainly wouldn't give Nickelback a shit about them. Blew up in the era, the late '90 era, early 2000 era of like Creed sucks, and all those other bands. And not I'm not gonna lie, like I don't mind the first Creed album. There's I don't mind songs. I don't hate fucking the first. I really don't hate that band. Yeah, but what's, what sucks with Nickelback is not only were they accepted. On HJY, they were accepted on BRU. They were accepted on Pro FM, like ninety three three. So like that's like four channels right there. Our local music channels, all playing fucking uh, Nickelback. Not to mention the Massachusetts and Connecticut stations that we would pick up on the dial. So like, if a band is popular, I want to say maybe twice an hour you'd probably hear the same song. So if you're listening to nothing but the fucking radio, you're getting fucking two Nickelback songs. Every hour, on the hour, 
for as long as you're listening. Well, here's the thing, though. It's just not. It's not just the radio because most people listen to music like you listen to music, and most people who listen to music like you do like stuff like Nickelback because it's real plain. It's real simple. It's easy to digest. You don't have to think. It's just kind of something in the background. And that's why they play it, because that's the majority, the the major, major majority of how people listen to music. Most people don't listen to music like us three. Most people like yeah. you, most people listen like you do. And you don't, I'm not saying you listen to Nickelback, but that's the majority of music listeners. Fun fact, though, I like the song from the Spider-Man soundtrack. I don't know what. A hero to save you. I'm not gonna take it away. Whatever the fuck it is, you know what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. I don't like that song. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't about. hate it. I don't get mad at it. Like I'm not gonna again. I'm saliva. Not gonna saliva had a song on the first. I think it was the uh, the first Spider-Man uh, soundtrack. Well, so did fucking Stone Sour. That's how they got famous because and, they had oh, that uh, fucking bother song. Fucking Dashboard Confessionals too had oh, that. Seattle, yeah, I don't know. they had that I song. I think it was Spider-Man too. We uh, uh we we uh was that the natural dusty rose right? That is. Yeah. We had our uh, Smokey. Remember Smokey? <laughs> he uh yeah, came in the Facebook maniac Mike. He yep. He uh he earned the nickname All Day Ray because he went from open to close and saw every showing of Spider Man. Okay, I don't get that at all. But no, all right. Okay. Um, I here's the thing with Nickelback, right? So when they first put out their first album, I think there's like a song or two. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but I know there's a song or two that I don't hate. Because again, it, they they came out in that Creed era, that Creed and Tantric and fucking Kenny Wayne Shepherd and like Man in a Can voice, like every band sounds like this, you know, like they all fucking have that. Look thing. at this photograph. Yeah, yeah, they all have that same thing. But like, there's a couple fucking there's like a I don't know, man. There's a song or two that I don't hate, you know? I just... Then ever, then after that, they just... Like that fucking, uh, I wanna be a rock star. Once they got into that shit, I just couldn't do it anymore. Like, I can't even give them credit. And now they just flat out suck. Like, they really... They're not good. And Chad Kroger's a piece of shit. Although, one time, Rosie, when she was like four years old, thought Chad Kroger was me when he was on the TV. Just don't know nothing, because he had long curly hair. Anyways. But she was, she was four. She didn't know Boy, better. Terry Reynolds looks very different here. Yeah, actually, way different, right? Like no tits. It's weird to see her. Remember, what she, she, see, I remember her because she was also she did the same gimmick with uh, uh, Mike Rotunda, and uh, Red Rooster also looks very different. You know, it's funny. I don't remember him as a Red Rooster other than like clip videos that I've seen. Oh, really? I didn't really. I don't remember that at all. What's weird is like he never really made it famous, did he? Like even here, was he famous? I mean, he was kind of like a pretty high mid cotter in WWF for a while. Yeah, the the Red Rooster gimmick. That was meant to get him over. I know that. He hated it so much that he didn't want to do anything. Yeah. So we, like, they, they Because he, he's a big deal behind the scenes for a lot of companies. Even still, yeah, he's very like, good. Also, if you do your research about him, too, he's like, he's fuck, a dick. he's a creep when it comes to girls and shit. Wow. That's a fucking pretty big thing going on in the wrestling world right now. It's, it's, and it always has been and it always will be. It's Now, the problem, though, is that whole Me Too thing... This is where it's getting, where it's exposing the fucking creeps, which I, I'm actually glad about. And I think there's going to be a lot more coming, and I think there's going to be a lot more people that we know that are going to start getting fucking busted. Rightly so. Anyways, that's besides the point. So, uh, to go on with that, I, I get the Nickelback thing. It's kind of low-hanging fruit, but uh, I, I'm glad that you at least said it, because we could talk about it a little bit. Ray, go ahead. I'm going to say Queens of the Stone Age. 
You know, that's a band I don't really know anything by. I yeah. I know that they're hyped up too. Mm. So you're not wrong. I know. I remember the hype in the early 2000s. They were on Ozfest. They were on all kinds mm. of shit. I just never. Is Dave Grohl play with them or something at one point? Isn't one yes. of them? Yes. Am I just completely making this up? Isn't one of them from Mudvayne, or am I thinking of somebody no, else? No. You're thinking of somebody else. No, you're thinking of Hell Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the lead singer of Chad fucking. Oh, okay. Whatever okay. his name is. That's another band I never really got onto. I don't get that band at all. There's like one song. Mudvayne? Yeah, no. Mudvayne, yeah, but I'm talking about Hell Yeah. Hell I Yeah, I haven't all. listened to any of their music. They have ever. one really good song that was Dime's last recorded song. He, they took a, they recorded a fucking Phil Collins song, and it's actually really fucking good. I, like, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's it, Dime's last recorded solo in a song is in that. Like, it's Dime doing the fucking, I can't remember what song it is. I don't know if someone wants to look it up, but we should listen to that. Like, it's actually fucking awesome. It blew me away. Because I don't really like that dude's voice. It's yeah. too, like... I like his voice in Mudvayne. I don't like the first Mudvayne album because it sounds too much like Slipknot. Yeah. But after that, they kind of did their own thing. And I like his voice, but not in Hell Yeah, I don't. That's I don't... a band that's weird, too, because a lot of people did like them. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't care. It's... Dude, they did a really good job. Vinny's drums in that song are fucking sick. It's like thunderous when it starts. It's it's really really well done. I'm not. I can't really get into anything. I'd else be interested in hearing that because I like the original. Make a note. We'll play that. Maybe that can be our fucking song just because we talked about it. Um, I don't know. So we'll play that when it's done. Maybe that could be an outro because that's not really a '90s song. That's true. Open it up. Yeah, true. Maybe a, a fucking a, a callback. We should listen to that because I thought they did a really good job. And Don Solo is fucking insane in that. It's like eerie to say the video they have like footage of him doing it. It's mm. really eerie. Also, was it after he died? Yeah, it's so it's yeah, exactly. Because, well, yeah, hell yeah, started after he died. Oh, what am I thinking? Damage, damage plan. plan, that's right. Yeah. Okay, which that was another thing. Vinny said that there was an uh, album in the works for a damage plan, which that's another band. Oh man, that's tough to listen to. Yeah, some of Dime's best guitar work solo wise, but the fucking that oh man, Terrible. that Chad, what a Pat Latchman dude was not that good at singing, and the whole album was clearly written as a fucking shot at fucking Phil and Selma. It was like one long fucking shoot yeah. promo. Anyways, uh, yeah, anything else about that? Just You just didn't get the hype? No, yeah. I just put them on there because I figured like they're a band that is well known, you know, around the world for being like a big band, but like, you know, I don't know I what think song. they're yeah, I, I mean, I, I know I know songs, but yeah. off the top of my head, like, I don't know enough about them. Yeah. Because they were definitely on the radio a lot. I can't, Place one in my head. I don't think I know a single song, dude. But that, and that's funny that you said that though, because they are like looked. At, it's like Muse or I yeah, don't know any yeah. of those fucking bands. The Killers. I don't know any of that shit. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, they're all kind of lumped in the same thing to me. The mid two thousands. Anything in the early to mid two thousands. I don't know any of it. Yeah, I wasn't listening to that stuff, so I have no idea. I know from Queens of the Stone Age. Josh Holm, the singer, is in like. A fucking vast catalog of stuff. He's in a lot rock. of stuff. He's yeah. supposed to be a pretty good musician. Yeah. He is good. Uh, from Caius, fucking. Didn't he do that Dave Grohl Crobot thing or Probot or whatever? Wasn't he in that too? Uh, you know that one album and it had like a different singer on every song? Talking about Probot? Yeah. I don't think he was on that. Well, either way, go for it, yeah. Steve. Um, okay. Morbid Angel. Wow. I get um, it. I get that pick. I like uh, the first album and maybe up to Domination. And that's it. I don't like um, fucking Gateways to Annihilation. See, I actually do like that. I, it's such a different sound than what they started as. Yeah. It's very technical and like machine-like. 
And I don't really, obviously, I think it ends at Gateways for me. Yeah, after Gateways. I'm with you on that. I I can't get into anything after that. But they are pioneering. Them Crooked Vultures. Them Crooked Vultures is like their fucking, it's like their side project band that they got together. They are a pioneer of death metal and they deserve that, but they still, well, not necessarily now because what they make now isn't, I don't even know what the fuck you would call it. I never heard that album that everybody oh, it's I heard it's really bad. It's not yeah. even like metal, right? Isn't no. It like- yeah, the newer album, uh, what, you just said it, it came out like a couple of years, a couple ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, like, that was I was fucking amped to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like, not what good. the fuck? He decided to put out an album last year that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it, but I heard it was pretty good. But it's Deicide. They yeah. always do the same shit. Serpents of the Light is one of my favorite death metal albums of all time. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get that, though. I get why the first three albums were really good. Domination is one of my favorite albums of all time. Always will be. Um, but I, I, agree, I agree with what you're saying. I don't know what they did after that. They're, they're like a prolific death metal band. You know, like that kind of yeah. transcended everybody else. The, yeah, they still get that... that um, Grandfathered in that gr- they grandfathered in yeah. yeah exactly like if there's a big four death metal it'd probably be like Cannibal them Deicide and oh fuck I take your pick yeah you know this yeah. um my uh number two is System of a Down I had the first album Sugar yeah. I don't fucking get that band at all I I had the first album I liked it I legit bought it like the day it came out. Just out of out of a whim. I like marmalade. I tried showing everybody yeah. I knew that band, and every no one will back me up in this. I used to try to show people that band all the time, and nobody liked it. Nobody liked it at all because there was a couple. There's still if you actually listen to that, like spiders and all that. There's a couple yeah, songs that are cool. cool. Um, but like, I think that whole album's fucking flawless. The first album's yeah, okay. There's yeah. some good. There's some good stuff. I don't. I want to say flawless, dude. But it's there's some opinion, good stuff. I like. There's some good stuff on it. Everything after that, dude. Toxicity. Don't. I don't get it. I don't get the fucking hype. I don't get. There's one or two songs that are okay, but I just don't understand how they went from a band that no like nobody wanted to be a part of because they were just too different to like oh they're the fuck the most amazing band ever they're political yeah I like they're great musicians it's weird I you're you're right because I I do like some of their songs but they went from like a band that just you know they were they were a big band but now they're like looked at as like hollowed ground. Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand yeah, how that are, transition happened. They, they, are, it's like a like a fucking flash of light happened, yeah. and all of a sudden everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is the best band ever!" Yeah, and like, like they're clamoring for them to get back together and fucking release new music. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's where I don't even want to listen to their old music. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's where because I remember seeing them at Lupo's. I met three out of the four guys. They were good then, and then I saw them at Ozfest once or twice, and they were awful. Like the second time I saw them at Ozfest, they had they co-headlined, and half the fucking crowd was sitting down. Like they, it was just boring. It wasn't. I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe it was us. Maybe me just looking at it negatively because I wasn't into it. But I'm just not. I, I don't get the hype on why everybody thinks they're such a fucking earth shattering band. Yeah, it's weird. It sucks seeing the Deftones and they suck live. You know, it's funny. I always put them on a list, but I'm a fan of the Deftones. Mm-hmm. So like, I, that would have been a tough one for me. They played uh, Riot Fest that we went to, and they were fucking. They were crazy. When I saw them, when we saw them at that Ozfest, that was they were fucking the worst band on the on the bill, by, yeah. like by far. They were terrible. What Ozfest? Ninety nine. What really? Where yeah. were you? We them, were. I was in the pit for that. They them, fucking. They were. They were good. Awful. Nah, that was fucking. They horrible. were terrible, dude. <laughs> they were boring. They didn't have any fucking. They were in the middle of the day. That's back when the fucking the the first stage, the both stages were open at the same time, and you'd have to walk back and forth. That, dude, Primus was on that fucking tour. 
them like Fear all, Factor yeah Fear Factor all kinds of bands were on this shit Slipknot opened the whole place at like 10 o'clock in the morning I know I just found my Ozfest mm. shirt from there I was looking at the back it was like Slipknot Slipknot's another one though like, Fear I, Factor I, we saw them at that I bought their album Head P Head P was this um, yeah. Cicero was there I wasn't there yeah. uh, um, that was the next year I think the, yeah, Godsmack was there yeah. and uh, wow. the, the, the Slayer was there Slayer Rob Zombie did a White Zombie set Kerry King came out and did Thunder Kiss 65 with him Black Sabbath was there. That was a big fucking show. That was a big tour. Um, the next year, Soulfly was there. Fear Factor, a bunch of bands. Pantera uh, was there. That was the yeah. year that Steve thought we went to saw him. I went to that one too. Um, yeah, so System of Down is my number two most overhyped band. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, again, not in any order because I didn't really put it in order, but um, Morrissey. So I don't know anything about it. I don't know. Either. Morrissey... The Smiths, like people live and die by yeah, like, well, this that, guy. Yeah, that's does. big time college kid hipster shit. Fuck, fuck Morrissey. Fuck him. Fuck you, asshole. When we went to fucking Riot Fest, he um, he headlined the. Uh, oh yeah. He headlined Saturday night. An asshole. And this motherfucker refused to go on stage until every vendor in the, the the place it's basically like a big giant it's like a small little festival at this like big giant park in Chicago and there's uh, you know people selling foods and then there's outside people who come in and rent the space so they can have their food trucks there yep. so they're paying to be on property Morrissey refused to go on until every person selling meats and vendors would stop selling meat for his for the hour that he was on. He refused to hit the stage. What do you think Morrissey would think of this? He would be outraged. He would be outraged, and he would be oh, also he would also be outraged. Did you guys see the fucking photo this week of? Uh, Wait a minute. Um, we man, have to explain this. You got to explain this. So the, we're watching 1991 Super Bowl. It's the first Super Bowl ever of WCW, and a man I don't know what is Big Josh. Is. Big Josh. Big Josh. He he's dressed like the Bounty Man, and he just walked out with two live fucking bears. Muzzled. Muzzled, yeah. Uh, and mind you, he looks like a massive human being, and those bears were the same size. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what the fuck did I just watch? That's Big Josh, bro. I, I guess so. He came out with an accent. I'll tell you what, an accent was one of the fucking... And uh, it doesn't look too massive now. He looks kind of like my size. Yeah. Was, that well, was I mean, height, anyway. Yeah, the, next to that guy. But he's probably like six-something, I'd imagine. Well, I mean, the top rope looks like he's up to his chest. Yeah, true. You ready to have your mind blown? Oh boy, can't wait. Big Josh, first guy to play Doink the Clown. Oh, that's fucking Matt. Um, yeah, fuck. Matt, uh, he was a millionaire. Matt Bourne. Guy. Matt Bourne, yeah. He Holy passed shit. Passed uh, yeah, recently, dead. right? That's Matt Bourne. As Ani would say, he did. Holy <laughs> shit. That's so fucking weird, man. Isn't yeah. he like, he's one of the, he's done a million gimmicks back in the day. Wasn't he like real fucking... It's actually really good. Yeah, a lot of people say that. But yeah, Morrissey refused to uh, hit the stage until every vendor stopped. So when we went the next day, everybody was fucking complaining. And a lot of people denied it and said that it never happened. But they actually, like we saw, uh, they photocopied and put like like papers all over the thing saying, you know, unfortunately we can't sell any meat between the hours of like 8.30 and 9.30. So yeah, he refused to, to get on stage. Like, listen, I respect, you know, you want to be a vegan, you want to do all this, do that. But don't dictate what other people Especially are doing. People you know what I mean? Fucking people, 
rented that spot. You know what I mean? Pe- people said that they lost like fucking hundreds of, of dollars just on like meat yep. because it, it like it went bad. Yep. So like you know you want to be vegan, fine, whatever, but don't dictate other people. Like they're just don't trying be, to fucking don't be a piece of shit. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make a, a don't be Morrissey people. Yeah, don't be Morrissey. All right, make good music. Ramon, I'm gonna have to say it. You're wrong. Uh, Mickey Avalon. Oh. <laughs> How, you're the, you're the, is he hyped? No. Is, why, you over, gotta stay, he's overrated. He's My not, dear. Not even that. Nobody listens to that. We're not talking about, how do you go from overrated. like... Overrated. How do you go from Queens of the Stone Age? I to, thought you were going to say no, something No, all else. that is is a fucking direct jab at me because I like <laughs> a couple of the songs. That's not even fucking... You're such an idiot. <laughs> what a dumb shit. This is the 90s, so he's in... I'm glad I said fucking Rush. At least my fucking band makes sense. You're an ignoramus. Nope. You're a Geralt... Yeah, why don't you sit on it? Oh, no, boy. not gonna happen. The weed's kicking in. Just Steve, go for Mickey it. Mickey Apple, does that really? You does you really write that down what on your phone? F- what no. else? <laughs> go for it, Steve. Anthrax. Yep, I agree with that. Um, even the John Bush stuff, I, I don't get it. Um, I like when I saw them live with uh, Joey Belladonna. It was pretty good, but on record, the first record's all right. It's more, of, it's more of a rock record than a thrash record. Yeah. Uh, but I don't understand how they made it into that upper echelon of thrash bands. That's just not even fucking close. I can name a hundred bands better than uh, thrash bands better than Anthrax. That's why I never got it. I think they only. I don't know. I think it's. I'm gonna call you a bluff. I'll fucking list a hundred. Give me fucking name give me five. An name five. Uh, name five. Five. Like, Exorder. Every thrash band I mentioned: Testament, Exodus, Exodus Exorder, Megadeth, Creator, Bolt Thrower. Fucking woman, keep going. I'd rather listen to Anthrax. Death Angel, fucking Mickey Avalon, Razor. <laughs> Whoa, Mickey Razor Avalon. White. I don't even know a single song. <laughs> Heathen, Sacred Rite, and there's a fucking million. Of there's them. a lot of thrash metal bands. Uh, Jesus, Toxic Holocaust is better, and they're fucking current. Yep. Fucking the Power Trip is better. They're current. Yep. War Beast. War Beast is better. War Beast Hanson? No. No, like the band. Which, uh, I didn't know that Warbeast Singer is the same dude from fucking, uh, Brigham Mortis. That dude's just got yeah. put in a, yeah. he's dying or something. Oh, really? Yeah, he just got put in a fucking hospice. Oh, yeah, I just, re- I read that today on, on, uh, everyone's favorite site, Blabbermouth. Yeah, Blabbermouth. Um. You know what used to be a great site back in the day? Metal Sludge. Because they used to have this fucking section where all the, all the rats... Who would bang all the fucking uh, rock and roll stars? Would go and tell you about how fucking everybody was a terrible lay. That's how I found, that's how I realized that me and Lars Ulrich were. Uh, that's such a Gary thing. What? You, you fucking getting into the the metal gossip of fucking. Oh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love I love stupid shit like that. That and I like fucking disc records. That's was, why I said it's a Gary. One of my, the song that I was gonna actually play tonight. Uh, I was gonna play uh, "Hit Him Up" by Tupac. Cause that to me is like the fucking that's like the best fuck you fucking song ever. It was a good song. Is that the song? Uh, say it was a good song. Some of the songs. Well, I but... fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. First Big thing. Money. Yeah, that's a good song. Didn't Mr. Glenn come out that one time because he like probably. I don't know. Uh, first off, fuck you, bitch, and then click you clean. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That's the one. West Side motherfucker, cause we know where the fuck is. That's a good song. Hey, it's Paulie. Damn. Uh, look at him all thin. He's got Jesus legs. Christ, and he's got hair. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, my number one overhyped band, and I this I'm not gonna lie, this list changed a bunch, but this band 
this is the one band that through the course of the day and, we, and days since we talked about this has been on the list and they definitely once I realized overhyped deserve the number one spot it's a little band called Red Hot Chili Peppers yes I just I like a couple songs the fucking hype they get dude I I will never get it I don't understand it come on man they're edgy they put socks on their dicks they were at one point yeah, they their early stuff they were, and then they you... became, then Californication happened, <laughs> and Birds of a Feather happened, and fucking whatever other fucking dog shit. Jesus Christ, I got how much chew is coming out of that. That is fucking disgusting. Teeny weeny. <laughs> oh my fucking god! That Anytime that you can quote a fucking no holes barred reference on the podcast, I like to consider it. A you know, I've never seen that movie. What? I know. I need. Whoa. <laughs> What? I know One of the best bad movies ever. I know that. I've heard. I need to see it. I get it. And Stan Hansen. I've also awesome. never seen. Uh, the other one everybody's blown away that I've never seen is. Um, Big Money Hustlers? No, I've seen that actually. Uh, no, what's Big Money Rustlers. What's the fucking. Uh, oh my god. The Bam Margera movie. Oh, Haggard? I've never seen it. Yeah, but you know what? Never Haggard what is, is excusable. Haggard? Haggard. Never heard of it. Yeah, so he he wrote like a, he made a real movie. Yeah. You'd hate it. You might like it because it's fucking stupid jackassy like Bam Majera's in it, like Ryan Dunn's like the whole clicks in it. You'd probably like it, but I, I Steve awesome. would definitely hate it. But fucking no holes barred. There's no excuse. If you were a kid and you grew up in the '90s, late '80s, early '90s, you have to see goddamn fucking Again, no holes no barred. No cable. Couldn't follow it as much as what everybody else could. Yeah, but you did you ever it. rent goddamn movies? My mom wouldn't let me rent anything that had to do with wrestling because she wasn't a fan. So it was like horror movies or like kids movies. Like That's I understand I why like Ray wouldn't rent like it like because that. Zeus is on the cover and you know what Zeus looks like. So yeah, he wouldn't. Well, he wouldn't in wouldn't shape. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. cross-eyed. He no, he's got a unibrow. Oh, it's not a cyclops. All right. Yeah. So Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know if anybody else has anything to add to that, but they, I agree. I just I don't I get do it. like some songs. Yeah, but again. I almost picked them. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. They were actually gonna be my pick before Mickey Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you switched right. Thank you. Go ahead, Gary. The Beatles. Okay. I'm the Beatles. Bad. I get t- I'm tired of hearing how the, the the Beatles influenced everybody and everybody needs to fucking thank the Beatles. I just I, I get tired of it. Like yeah, like I can probably like five fucking Beatles songs, but everything else is like complete overkill. And like they get too much credit for what they were. They were banned basically around for like six years and then they fucking couldn't stand each other and they imploded. They're just a sixties boy band. That's exactly what they are. They're the new kids on the block of the 60s. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And, like, I'm sure they're great, but just they're not my cup of tea. For this, you know, for what you said definition, they definitely, they, they fit everything. Anybody agree or disagree? I don't disagree with that. I mean, I, again, I'm, I respect, there's a lot of songs I like. I respect what they did. Without them, I don't think. This is the Oz thing. <laughs> Their shit was a lot better when they were on drugs. I agree with that, yeah. My my uh, my other pick, which probably would have led down you guys just fucking yelling at me and telling me to get the fuck off the team, was I was going to say Black Sabbath. No, I mean, again, this is one of those discussions where, like, I get pretty much anybody's point of view with that. There are so many bands that, like, I like that I almost threw on this. 
just because, again, I get it, you know. Um, and I've said it on my first podcast, and I'll say it again. I almost put Foo Fighters on here. I'm not, I, I don't get, I'm not the big, biggest fan of them. I love Solo Ozzy, and I think he's better than Black Sabbath. A lot of people do. You're not re- necessarily wrong with that. I'm gonna be honest. What's going on right now? I honestly, <laughs> I honestly have never seen this. Uh, in my I, see, life. I see a Tin Man. I've never seen that door. A little I've, monkey on his shoulder. I've, that's, yes, that's Kevin Sullivan. I've seen. Oh yeah, it's got to be. Oh, it is. I've. You, do you know who Oz is? Yeah. Oh, that's what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. I've only seen photos of this. Right and now, the, and we're the, watch- week, the week before this, he was like Vinny Vegas or something. Yeah, yeah. We're watching WCW Super and. Oz is being debuted. I've never you, seen the actual. You said thing. what it was ninety two or something. No, it was ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. See, this shit's acceptable to me because this is like stupid. It's stupid. It's, yeah. it's plus you're high, so that helps. It always helps. Yeah, just so everybody understands, they're they're introducing Oz, this character. Which, by the way, is Kevin Nash, Diesel, Diesel. Uh, anybody? Anything else? He's also Super Shredder. Yeah. He's also the dude that uh, wears a uh, red and white stripe. He's also on the first Punisher, right? Just, that's what yep. I was getting at. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got so stabbed in, uh, in the throat. Magic, Babies! Magic yep. Oh. Yes, he's also Magic Mike. Yeah, that's, you know, not a bad movie. Not over, not over hype. He was in... Uh, it's actually a pretty good movie. He was in Rock of Ages. Never seen it. He played uh, Tom Cruise's uh, bodyguard. So what getting at is... Uh, but, but right now... Right now, uh, Oz is debuting in... <laughs> Um, the Tin Man, the Lion, the Scarecrow, and Dorothy are all... In front of a castle. And the uh, old smoking. man with a monkey on his shoulder. And they're all cowering right now. The old man with the monkey on his shoulder is Kevin Sullivan in a mask. If you don't know who Kevin Sullivan is, look it up. So, is the old... I see, I'm trying to think back to the movie. So, is Kevin Sullivan supposed to be the guy behind the curtain? Or is yes. the guy behind the curtain... No. Kevin Sullivan, I, that's the thing that's weird about it. Like, why? I agree with you. So why is there two men behind the curtain? Or, or is is is? I think he's just supposed to be like. The is Nash? Guy. Is Nash like the boss of Oz? Who, this would look so much better with like a black metal in the background. Yeah, like a black metal music video. This would probably be so much more enjoyable if League were all smoking a joint. Yeah, probably. But we're all you, on contact high thanks to Ray. So you, yeah, but that's because he smoked the pre, pre-joint before the show. The, all right, I got you. Yeah, he has to test them for poison. It's like when you exactly. eat a chocolate out of a little kid's candy bag. Oh, Oz why with they, Wizard. Why would they make Kevin Nash, who's a, a handsome man, wear a mask? Well, that's what's funny. He takes it off. So that's even if you've never seen this, he takes the mask off and it's him with like in his eye. Watch his eyes bug out and his hair's all painted white. I've seen the reveal. I've never actually seen the match. And I've never seen what we just saw. I've never seen the fucking all the Dorothy characters and shit come out. See, with shit like this, like no wonder why when Vince offered him a handshake and a chance to like make some money, he no wonder why he took it. yeah no wonder why he fucking ran just to be a goddamn well, fucking bodyguard. Is, he's seven. He legit seven feet tall. He legitimately is a massive fucking human being. How did WCW take it? Yeah, see, look at his eyes. How do you take Kevin Nash, who's a mountain is of a fucking man? Is that fucking um, Bullet Bob Armstrong? I don't think so, because he was already out on the show. Oh, so who the hell is that guy? I don't know. Fucking Wee Man. He is quite small. What is going on? It's so fucking weird. I can't believe. Oh I'm, boy! I can't. Believe, oh boy! I can't believe I'm a wrestling fan. Jesus Christ! That was an impressive mullet. Hey like, Kevin Nash, let's paint your fucking goatee and your fucking mullet white, 
bug your eyes out like a crazy man. Do you think when he was in the ring doing this, do you think he's like, oh my god, this is the greatest fucking thing? No, no he's saying this is fucking terrible. He's talked about it. Yeah, he's he's not. He hated this. Yep, not taking this. No, no way. Like I never got. It was a three move squash match. It was unbelievably fucking. Also, terrible. I I think he has his mullet. In a ponytail. He does. So why wouldn't he just let it flow? No, because the week the week before he was a different character and that failed. He was doing something else. The um, Vinny Don, Vegas, right? Yeah, but there was something else in between that. If you look it up, there was Vinny Vegas. I think is what he did after this, and then before that there was something else, and I can't remember what the fuck he was called. And then that failed. So they they literally just threw this out one week. Like, hey, you know, uh, Kevin Sullivan, we're gonna have you go out. But like, it's. Uh, it's so weird. God, look how hot she looks. How do you take... She's no Sunny. Oh, my God. I don't give a shit. Sunny in the early 90s was a fucking smoke show, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, Sunny in 2006, that's still bang. Oof. Dude, just... You know what? I don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit. She's still Sunny. You put her on the true. resume and say, Hey, I bang Missy High. I bang Sunny. This is true. I mean, I guess... I uh, mean, if somebody asks, Hey, what year? I'm going to say, It's Sunny a business. Missy High is looking pretty rough these days, though. Yeah, she is, but still. I don't give a shit. Do we get to raise next pick? No. We gotta finish this oh, up. We didn't. All right. Two and a half hours in. My next oh, pick God. is Motley Crue. Ah! They were on my list at one point. I had them at the fucking bottom. I took them off for a Grateful Dead. They're my number top because I don't really like them. I never did. There's a song or two that I like, and I, and I never got the fucking hype. Shout out to Devil's Great. Yeah. A few songs after that. Livewire is probably my favorite song. Or Kickstart My Heart. There was a point where they toured with Kiss, and I went to four Kiss dates on that tour. So I had to sit through Motley Crue four different times, just on that one tour. Not to mention I so saw you're them. Not like a huge fan. Oh, I hate Motley Crue. Uh, I fucking I. Like Motley Crue. Vince Me? Neil sucks. I Vince Neil. Every time I've seen Motley Crue, Vince Neil. He doesn't even this this are, he like he holds the home. Mic yeah, he doesn't home. Sing. He will sing every every three words. words. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, he's every he's time I have seen him live, he has fucked up uh, "Home Sweet Home" to the point where he has to like stop, apologize to the crowd, and then he starts over. <laughs> it's fu- oh my god! Not to mention, like I've seen him the four times on the Kiss show. Uh, for some reason, they uh, were on one of the Ozfests, so I had to see him on an Ozfest. And then they did two years of like the Motley Crew Fest where they had their own like fucking yeah. touring like mm-hmm. show. So I, I've I've seen Motley Crew like eight times. Fuck, it's the same show. Yeah, all the time. What? The other thing impressive on that is is it Juice again? No, it's my it's Mark. Oh, listen, trash. Uh, yep. Put my phone on this. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Fine, Ryan. Nice. Um, didn't we go through all five? No, you do yours. Your last pick. Anthrax was my last pick. You only did four then. Nope, I did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm going to go Exodus, but not... I'm going to say people like the first album better than everything else. I think that's... I don't like that first album, Bonded in Blood. Um, So I think that album specifically is overrated. I think when... Uh, Brian Pillman looking like a snack. God right. damn. Have you Good. seen his son? I know, he's supposed to be really good. It's too. like a split Spitting split image of fucking yeah. like crazy fucking Brian Pillman with like a beard, like when so, when he was in East Interview. I'm sorry. To uh, long story short, 
because we're running a little late. Yeah. I like um, later era Exodus better than early. So, to me, the early stuff is overhyped, which is usually the opposite. There's a couple of newer albums that are pretty good. Yeah. Honestly, the album with Blacklist on is a really good album. That's the, yeah, uh, Tempo of the Damned, I think. I yeah. It's a great, great album. Damn, Barry Wyndham, no fucking knee pads. I like Barry Wyndham. I don't like Barry Wyndham's fucking Dutch boy haircut. No, no, no. That looks terrible. Barry Wyndham went through so many phases where he could have been the biggest thing in pro wrestling, wrestling but like... He, he was... I, just, I remember there's a match with him and Dusty Rhodes and he like held the claw on Dusty Rhodes' head for like 20 minutes. I always compare uh, Chris Hero to Barry Wyndham as far as like in the ring. Big, little out of shape. Big, little out of shape. Moves around very good guys. for a big guy. Yeah. One time we went to an ROH show, and before um, Drew used to uh, run shows, he was the annoying guy in the crowd that wore the postal worker uh, jacket. Yeah. So one time it was, I think it was Homicide and Steve Carino in the uh, ring wrestling, and it was like nice and quiet, and he just goes, Hey, Carino! Barry Windham wants his body back! <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Uh, it, was, uh, it was quite the chuckle. Uh, where should we, so that was our top five. We got over, you know, we got the point across about the overhype thing. I think we all actually picked pretty relevant picks. Um, Ray tried making it funny with the Mickey Avalon thing. I was actually hoping for him to pick something a little more relevant than that. Yeah, we were hoping okay. you were going to take this serious. He, he, he did, did take it serious. He did pretty, pretty much. Uh, I honestly, we're at two hours and 40 minutes. We had a couple more things to talk about, but the fact that, like, we kind of, like, went a little, we went, we, just did our thing. We, we had a lot of fun. You know, like, yeah. um, there's still one or two things that we can kind of bring up just to bring up, but I, I think, I don't know, at the end of the show if it's worth it. No, we might, it'll probably end up going into a longer conversation. Yeah, so maybe we're going to save that. So the, yeah. so we'll, we'll save that for the next one because we should talk about it because um, I'm sure next week it's going to be just as relevant. Yeah. Um, there's a good chance the next time we get together might be... No, the Rumble's at the end of the month. Never mind. We should do the, an episode during the Rumble, though. If you want, we can probably do that one at my house because I know Ray doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. But you down for that, Ray? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we can do like a rumble pool. Maybe fucking you gotta do the lottery. It's kind of fun. Pitching like ten bucks or something, you get five picks. You fucking pull x amount of numbers. You just put like one through thirty on random pieces of paper. Yeah. Throw them in a hat and just pick out random ones, and then everybody opens them at the same time, and like whoever. Oh, that's so better than that's better than us like picking who we think's gonna win because it's no. Well, that's bullshit. This is this is like a like it's almost like a like a little lottery thing. It's kind of funny. You put you put some money in. The more people you can get to do it, the more fun it is. Like Rosie and Kristen do it every year with us. Mm. Um, so the more people you have, the less picks you get, but the more money you you win. Um, say it's five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you feel like putting in, and then if say you draw number thirty one or thirty one wins, then you win the money. But it's kind of fun. It's a yeah. cool little uh, thing to do. Yeah. Then the whole time, at least it gives you a reason to pay attention to who right. your picks are, you know? Yeah. You can definitely have number 31. Yeah, you well, can have that. Fucking whatever, man. You know I'll what let you have that one. That's you know freebie. what the fuck I'm getting. That's a freebie. All right, 30. Well, I've been in 40-man battle royals, okay, buddy? I'm pretty sure the greatest battle royal had 40 people in it at least, right? Or 50-something. I think the, the... It was 50. What the fuck? Barry Wynn juiced for a fucking Brian Pillman match? Yep. Damn. So, um, there were some more relevant things. It was two hours and 40 minutes in, and it's uh, going on one o'clock. So, I like the, uh, this episode. I think we had a lot of music talk in this one, which is pretty fun. And uh, our wonderful 90s uh, talk. So, what we'll do here is I'm going to uh, 
end my speech with a cowabunga, man. Wow. Anybody else? You put me on the spot. What the hell is a famous fucking 90s quote? Damn. Damn. This is dead air. Come right. on, guys. Anybody? Double damn. Double damn. <laughs> <laughs> How about Peach? I could eat a peach for hours. Oh, God. I love Face Off. It's a good movie. It's such a good movie. Shitty ass fucking technology when you look at it. We didn't even it. get into like The Rock. We didn't get into any of the fucking Con Air, any of fucking the era of. Uh, Never liked The Rock. Couldn't get into love it. Love The Rock. Love well, it. yeah, we were going to do 90s movie. movies and all that, but, but it's too late. It's too late now. Well, hey. To be continued. Yes. Maybe we can do a second episode with 90s music. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, think about it. I'm down. Yeah. You know? Well, as soon as we get our band, The Wild Stallions, together. <laughs> Ray, hit us with the closer. Later. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> oh, my God.